0: Welcome to the GCW Plants Podcast, episode 76. John, how are you doing tonight? I'm
1: doing fantastic. We're back at it. We have a great weekend ahead. How
0: you doing, man? Back at it as well, as you said. Uh, once again, life got in the way, but we're here. We're going to do this same. We got fun shows again to cover. Once again, another uh, good set of shows from GCW, this time in Germany. So, uh, yeah, a lot to talk about, I think.
1: I'm looking forward to a lot here. You want me to? Uh, oh, wait. I'll I'll wait until you kind of officially announce it. The okay. Turbine Hall.
0: Oh, thank you for announcing. That cause I was about to say the turbine hall. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, it's 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 kind of like the turbine hall, turbine holla. I don't know holla.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel terrible. We can always just say from Oberhausen. I do. Oberhausen. I that one's a little easier to say. Yes, uh, we are covering GCW's uh, weekend in Germany. First show was Long Live GCW, and the second show is called—I totally forgot—Versus the World. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Versus the World, but I was like, wait, is that coming up in Japan? Because all these shows are starting to run running my mind together now. Yeah, they
1: do. They do kind of run together. <laughs> well, I can't remember the count, but at some point, I actually do want to run a count on how many matches. Because oh yeah, a thousand. You, oh, it has to be yeah. Because you figure nine a show, and we've done. I mean, most of our shows are two shows in a
0: like in an episode. So
1: I mean, oh yeah, it's very possible.
0: Yeah, it's up there. It's pretty close to it. Wow. So,
1: um, yeah, congratulations to Rico Gonzalez and AC Mack on their recent engagement. We are hoping them nothing but the best. Uh, We're both, you and I, B, have been married for quite a long time, and we both agree Rico and AC Mack should be as equally as disappointed and as angry and as upset as the rest of us married (laughs) people should be. So welcome to the club, buddy. Enjoy yourself. (laughs) Honestly, it's a great we're really happy to hear. So, congratulations again.
0: Yeah, that was a pretty cool scene. I think just like two or three days prior, I think I just saw that they were even a, a thing together, a couple, and then boom, three days later that happened. So I thought that was a that was pretty cool to see. And yes, congratulations, Rico and AC Mac. Um, I think AC Mack too didn't he just like announce he's like retiring from wrestling or am I thinking of someone else? There's been a lot of news happening the last couple of, uh, weeks. I think thought I read AC Mack. I could be wrong on that one. I, I honestly
1: couldn't add anything to that. That was news to me. that's, that's sad. <laughs> but
0: yeah. yeah, here we go. Final match. Uh, yeah, yeah, he actually just wrestled his final match. That's what it was on Twitch's oh. uh, on Effie's Twitch and uh, nap the other day. That's Holy what I should. I was watching that then. Yeah, I was watching. I always check into his
1: Monday Night Raws and all that. so uh, which is really awesome if anybody gets a chance because he's generally running um, independent wrestling all the time on. So yeah, check out Effie Lives Twitch. Okay, so as far as I know, this is GCW's first time in Germany. They are doing two official shows this weekend under the GCW name. And locally, because they've adjusted the time so the American audiences can kind of watch, these are midnight shows over there in Germany. We, we could technically say that. So our partner in crime is WXW. This is Westside Extreme Wrestling. They've been around since 2000. Almost all the reviews on Cagematch.net says that WXW is the, quote, best European promotion. Also, one of the few European companies that didn't get wiped out by COVID. And the average rating for WXW on Cagematch.net overall is an 8.82 in all the major companies that I counted, and we're talking 100, 200 votes and above, they're number seven in all the major companies worldwide. So I think with GCW, this is going to be one of those nights they have to make sure they have their wrestling pants on. There's some excellent competition coming out of WXW.
0: Yeah, and I was telling you, I wanted to actually... Uh, with the 16-karat gold, people have been posting uh, some clips of uh, past, like, Swerve Strickland versus Will Ospreay. And I know it'd be, uh, last year they had a pretty sick card. Um, I remember seeing that card as well for the the 16-karat tournament. So I actually was talking to you. I was like, hey, where can we find WXW? Is on Fight TV? Is it on I- IWTV? Like, I want to find out where it's from. So if anyone knows where I can watch some more XPW or X- xw don't want to watch that other one. Trying to dump w- that in there, huh? No, 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 no wxw yeah, I mean,
1: okay so you wanting to look for xw uh, wxw i don't quote me i'm looking right now i believe they're on fight tv oh nice and check them out then they are they're on fight tv so let me just sign in real quick here i want to make sure that yeah. Okay, let's see if there's any purchase options here because it looks like these are one of the ones that it's worth purchasing. Uh, yeah, it's something I think that's a little extra that you want to purchase, but it's on here. It's showing, uh, let's see.
0: Oh, is that part of like the fight plus?
1: No, that's, what's kind of interesting about it. So let's see here. I want to see what the purchase options are. It's a standalone pay-per-view for $14.99. So, um. Just like I say, this is their premier company over there in Germany. So I would say it's worth checking them out at some point or another year. I was impressed with quite a few wrestlers over this weekend. So, um, presentation wise, the ring, the lights, the screens, the whole setup is similar to TNT's setup. I'm not saying that TNT was first or. WXW's first. I'm just saying they're similar. Their ramp was just a touch uh, steep. You could see where the wrestlers were watching their step as they walked down. The lights and strobes that were going off really helped the performers' entrances look a lot cooler and more professional. I feel it framed the performers nicely, and I want to tell them this, they also had a very clean canvas. Presentation and professionalism matters here, and it really did It showed me what would happen if GCW had taken a couple steps here and there to put a couple production things in place. And yeah, man, Brindle looks good. Effie looks good. They just, they look that much cooler when they come out.
0: Yeah. I thought they looked very similar to like the whole TNT presentation too, which is not a bad thing. I thought they looked really good. And as you said, I think it is probably a little bit easier for some like WXW to kind of uh, have a clean in professional presentation because like that is their home venue so they can set it up how they want where it's tougher obviously with GCW they go to some of these places that they just got to make do with what's good so uh, I'm still kind of hoping they kind of turn the terminal around still hopefully uh, this weekend at Fight Club we see a little bit of more of a GCW imprint on it I'm not getting my hopes up but I think that I do agree with you I think it that's where kind of these the European tours has kind of shown or shown where GCW could is lacking a little bit out here, but it's not nothing to do to them other than just the venues. But I did like, uh, the whole presentation adds to adds to the fan watching at home. Like it makes it cool with the lights and everything. It makes it feel like, Hey, they're not at a bar or in a backyard. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a really
1: good point. We're not watching some show from like Oberhausen in the back of some, you know, bar somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, It it could happen. (laughs) Um, it was new to me hearing the few German chants that came out later in the show i I don't know how many you caught, but I couldn't tell you what was said, but I thought it was so fucking cool because I've never heard a German wrestling chant before, and also I'm sure you were kind of also impressed by how many knew the
0: English chants, yeah, they did it like good too, like the young, dumb and broke, obviously it's easy, but like I like how they were doing the chants like during the like entrances and stuff like they're singing yes. the songs like obviously like the european crowd does a great job at it. so i was pretty shocked of not shocked but like happy i was like pleasantly happy like hey they they got the product they understand it they know what's going on they're not like watching it for the first time and that makes the viewing experience on tv incredible cuz the fans are into it they know what's going on and not sitting on their hands learning about GCW. They knew about it, so I think that was a cool thing. And I think that's cool, but like, the talent always constantly going out there, even if they have to miss, like, some of these GCW shows. Like, Jordan just announced he's going to London, I think. I think he's going to be based in TNT uh, uh-huh, for for about three months, and that sucks for GCW, but it's cool because whenever they go back out there with Jordan, like, he's the crowd knew him. Like, they know of him. And I think we said the same before in the last episode with the TNT crowd because they go out there so often. It's pretty cool that they these fans know everything about it. And I think it just, as a fan for me, helps out the experience watching it at home.
1: Yeah, th- this was one where the wrestlers were into it. They were encouraging fans to cheer for their opponents. It was a very friendly, fun, feel-good atmosphere. Both the fans and performers were very loud about how appreciative they were that GCW made the trip and just kind of fun. Germany's the only country where we could have an authentic Oktoberfest brawl. I'm talking the wooden tables, beer steins, a polka band in the background while wrestlers fucking throw it down. Like in my head though, it... (laughs) <laughs> right in my head though i think that maybe i was just
0: describing a street fighter background more than an actual wrestler. i just see mancer like mid mid brawl like hey give me that and just grabbing a stein off of, <laughs> of like the ladies you know with the, the hundred of beers on their trays and stuff like that that'd be hysterical
1: i'm just telling you it's possible i don't know how many have ever done it before but
0: yeah an Oktoberfest brawl would be
1: fantastic
0: I'm all down. That was a great idea. Mance Warner, you need to figure out some way to do this because him and Manners would just come in and just tear shit up. Well, yeah, but could you imagine one of
1: your favorites getting a shit kicked in to polka music? You can just see like people dancing in the background. <laughs> yeah, Exactly, like Street Fighter. I'm telling you, that's what it
0: is. Um, They're wrestling on the dance floor.
1: <laughs> but you know what's cool was for the last 600 years or so, fighting at those taverns is like that's how it is you know back then man you get those rowdy motherfuckers that are all fucked up on a couple pints of beer and yeah so I was gonna say like if this is a callback to an old era I'm trying to sell it this is a callback to an old era where they could come back and maybe give us a little piece of history it's all bullshit
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I just got the Mets wanted just dancing and just grabbing beers and fighting with like there's something oh, totally. you see out of a, in a movie, you know, like one of the fight scenes. Like he just he's on the ground crawling and then grabs a beer and okay, I'm ready to fight, and then just slams the, someone's head with the Stein. Uh, Popeye and his spinach. Yes, yes, is that uh, is. Yes, that is. That's pretty much what the G, uh, SG, SGC is all about. Get the yeah, beer, gets a half in vison, and he's like,
1: <laughs> one good wheat beer at manders is is off of his feet, and yeah, well, oh, that's the that's a great idea, though. I love it. I'm in 100%. They got... Oh, man. They could get a repeat. It was in oh They must wear the leader. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. You need the <laughs> outfits. You need the
0: outfits. It looks so fucking nice. Oh, my goodness. All right. That was, that was, good. That was good. That was a good one. That, That's a good lead up into the first show of the weekend. Long live GCW. Woo. Uh First match of the evening. Is for the JCW title as we were just talking about. Jordan Oliver goes against the rotation, and I think we said on last podcast that's one matchup when we saw a rotation that we would kind of like to see one on one, and we have it now. And uh, it was a good match. I uh, I actually took pretty good notes too, so I'll let you go first and I'll just go after you, and that's why I don't uh, steal any of yours. No, perfect. Um, I kind of got off on a little
1: tangent like I always do. I wanted to say, Jordan going over to england makes him an instant contender there for their championships and there's a possibility he may carry one you never know um yeah i'm looking forward to that i had to,
0: i had to mention that before we went on um he's an instant and, contender and real fast too before we go into this we talked about tnt wrestling how they only had like two or three shows last year they they made a special like announcement big production i don't know if you saw it on like twitter like we're doing eight matches or eight shows coming up next year so they, uh, they're broadening the horizon, so that's pretty oh, cool. Yeah. That he, I like it. No,
1: that's good. Uh, anything that grows the business is wonderful right now. So, um, yeah, Jordan Oliver versus the rotation. We have USA versus Germany in our first match. This is the fifth country that the JCW title has been defended. And, and rotation... It's nice to see him back in GCW. The last time we see him was about a year and a half, two years ago in Las Vegas. And uh, I had a chance to talk to him back then. Awesome guy. Very nice. In this match, he brought all the energy that he could with him. And he goes over like crazy. The fans really really love him there.
0: I didn't yeah. know you wanted to, Yeah. I was picking back off the rotation. I, I wrote like, hey, I'm pretty sure even on, that was one of the first podcasts we did, um, since it was like right after we kind of first unofficially met at that show. But I think we said talking about the rotation, that's one match. And it didn't disappoint, as you said. I I enjoyed it. I would love to see Jordan adding to his moveset. As you said, it kinda or as you're about to say, I guess. Uh I see your next note there. But I ro- oh, really love to see Jordan added to his moveset and the rotation definitely has improved since we last saw him uh in Vegas. And I think we should add him to the great young talent that G C W has given a platform for uh over over their lifetime. As long as I've known GCW, they give all these young talent platform and add the rotation up there, especially for Germany. And I wouldn't uh, be surprised to see more rotation booked in the States, uh, all over independent wrestling, not just GCW. Okay. So he may
1: help in a twofold situation if you did bring him over here. Number one, he's instantly enjoyable to watch. It's going to be real hard to not like him. But number two, I don't know how many know this, but over in WXW, he's one hell of a trainer. I mean, he is making sure that a lot of the young talent that comes across him in the training facility is getting top-notch training. So I don't know how much people know about that, but the WX, uh, WXW also has a training center that performs shows. It's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. I, I think I, th- I think maybe they mentioned it, like him training on like his entrance, but... Uh, that was something I learned about over the weekend. Yeah. So, um, I just
1: wanted to give him his props because, uh, my opinion here was that he was the challenge Jordan needed. It was someone that was different with a huge toolbox of moves that would get him out of his comfort zone. And I felt like this was wonderful for Jordan too. I just feel like he's learning, 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 and and he's going to do nothing but come back from England better.
0: Yeah, I, I can't wait to see the improvement that he's going to show over those three months of learning some of the style out there of how they've been doing, especially his groundwork. I think that's going to translate very well over there of how they like the the technical wrestling and stuff like that. So uh, it's going to suck that you won't be out here for GCW. He did say he's taking the GCW or JCW title out there. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I was about to say, we still got about two more months or three more months really before he heads out there. So if he could keep it and take it over, I think that'd be cool. But I think realistically he probably would lose it. I think it might be best for GCW and JCW for him to lose it. So that way it's still out here as we talked about. It seems like all our belts are all overseas and not being dependent as often as we would like. So uh I don't know. It's going to be a little bittersweet bittersweet time there when Jordan decides to leave. But uh I'm excited for what, he will come back as 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 a performer, probably more well-rounded and complete as he already is. So last point, because I had
1: nothing else to really say. Last point that's kind of I should have been making in the pre-show remarks. Congratulations to Billy Starks for having that AEW contract. Um, no lie, we were
0: like three more fucking That's why like when it was announced. When it was announced, I'm like, wait, did somebody like say that before? Like, I thought I yeah, thought that was already like I I knew like we knew about it. Like that's why I was like, wait, I thought that was announced after, like yeah, about a yeah about a month after like we kind of knew about it. Like we kind I thought it was announced, but uh yeah, congratulations, Billy, that's cool, and and she's doing awesome things. Same thing, Nick Wayne, like Nick Wayne was in the main of like not in the actual wrestling in the main event, but was in. Like involved in the main event in the fucking ring with Sting and Edge, like are you kidding me? And he's only wrestled one GC or uh, AEW match, maybe two. Like yeah. that's incredible, and I, I I can't wait. I want to see what Nick Wayne's going to do. They got some big plans for him. And I'm glad to see. And Billy, I think's killing it in Ring yeah. of Honor. I think that's where she needs. I would. I'd really like to see Nick there too, but um, and kind of just get, go there and kind of just grow naturally and evolve in the progression of, to Ring of Honor, to AEW, and stuff like that. But um, I, I'm excited. The future's already bright, and it's so cool seeing what they're doing with Billy and Nick on, on television. Yeah, I was I was trying to say, if someone listens to a lot of these shows, if you can
1: enjoy them while you can, they are going to be moving on to bigger and better things because they're fantastic young talents. And that's kind of how I put it. And I stand by that. I hope everybody did get in as much as they could because now you've got a main eventer, you know, on cable and TV every week, which is fantastic. Uh, and I will say, I feel, I feel like, like GCW took better care of him because it's like, Nick is bleeding like crazy on a, a- right. And then- I didn't like the book. either. oh my God. Like it's like roles reverse though. Like you know nick got a little blood in gcw and you're
0: like oh shit
1: yeah well shit like you know
0: at the collective when he got sliced i was like there goes the main
1: event (laughs) yeah and then here we are he goes over to gcw and two out of three of his first shows he's just bloodied face like hold on i thought we were the ones that you know we we took care better in that sense but i i had (laughs) that so yeah um yeah, just pay attention. That was just one of those pieces of news that I was just anxious and then all of a sudden it was like she officially announces and I yeah, both you and me thought she announced months ago.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. It makes me feel like I gotta wash my mouth on another one I think we know of too that I don't think has been an- announced, but uh I I yeah I know, <laughs> I know nothing. I'm really I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'd rather not know because, like, I'm afraid, like, I, I'm want to celebrate and cheer it and tell people, yes, like, oh, yes. I can't, like, like, the yeah. Um, but it has been cool to see for those two minutes. Can't wait to see what keeps going for them. Our second match of GCW's Long Live, GCW, is Gringo Loco <laughs> versus Leon Slater. I was really looking forward to this. Um, I thought this was going to be another litmus test for Leon Slater. And once again, he delivered and Gringo Loca was great again, as always. And uh, another just great match between both of them. I, Leon Slater's, I'm loving his little run he's had on one on one matches uh, in the UK and now here in Germany against Gringo. I'm ex- very excited to see what Leon Slater continues to do in GCW. Both are
1: fantastic. Uh, Gringo just recently released a bunch. So that sweet hat that I got, it kind of matches.
0: I think I'm buying it this weekend for my birthday. That's one thing I was looking at. Like, I might be buying that one for myself on my birthday. I I had the FOMO of the hat. And then now I saw you had the hat. And then I see other people with that. I'm like, God, I should have bought it when it first had the chance.
1: Yeah, it's a nice ass hat for sure. And then, like I said, I thought it was funny because I'm running around in LA at the beach and I'm this white guy with a gringo loco hat on. And you don't, you don't, how many really knows? You know, (laughs) wrestling fans. And, uh, but that was fun. Um yeah, Gringo Loco Leon Slater, USA versus England. In this one, Gringo has been wrestling for 20 years. Leon is 18 years old. You really couldn't tell in this match that there was an age difference. So, Gringo has been wrestling since Leon was negative 2. There's a lot of talent wrapped up in there. The German fans love Leon it feels good having him in our rotating list of performers. I felt this way when his entrance came out. It was just, I don't know. It felt like we had a little stamp on him, just a little. Uh, he did. He was just impressive as usual, though. And he's
0: got that Swanton 450 on lock, right? That's one of my favorite moves right now in wrestling. I've been loving seeing that. And he hits us so smooth every time. That was the one I was like, yep, I'm in. Did he... Like, it's so awesome every time to see it. It's like, I see it. Feels like the first time. It looks like it's defying physics is
1: part of it. And then, you know how uh, independent wrestling is? We like to make a lot of, like, callbacks and throwbacks to the 90s. There's the Swanton. And a lot of people back in the day fell in love with Jeff Hardy's Swanton. I mean, we'd seen it WrestleMania after WrestleMania. So subconsciously, that could be another reason why some people really love that move. Not only is it breaking physics, but, you know, it's a callback to a lot of people's, you know, favorite wrestler to watch. Okay, so Gringo Loco, I could see that Gringo's confidence has grown in the past few months. He's got a little extra swagger on that entrance, and I just wanted to mention for fun, his arm braces look like Decepticon symbols. So, I kept looking and looking and looking, and I'm like, fucking Transformers. Those are Decepticon symbols. So, yeah, I just wanted to mention that one. This match, though, was a step up from the opener. I thought it was going to end multiple times. I love false finishes. And I'll mention this now because it seems to be a thing. GCW has some of the best number two matches in pro wrestling right now. I feel like they're redefining the spot on the card. And as of right now it's working i can actually say number two isn't going to be just a sleeper like nah this was this felt like it could have very well been the opener
0: i thought this could be like yeah higher up on the card even too because how well these two uh, we knew what to expect from this performance but yes once again they delivered uh and knocked it out of the ballpark and yeah you could put those opener to get the crowd hot to send them home happy at the end like these two well this match was awesome and i know you're about to say but <laughs> i just yeah. that was my whole thing i like, literally mode on my next notes was like awesome match and this is another reason show another match that shows gcw's running on all cylinders as you said yeah. their number two match is their main event that's the shit that we used to i used to love at least in gcw's every match had like fucking meaning and purpose and was holy shit this is awesome and This is another one of a great string of matches and part of the shows that GCW has been on and I'm very happy. It's been going in that direction.
1: Yeah, this match, it just felt like both of them are really putting themselves into it and they did earn that. This is awesome chant. So when the dust settled, our winner here was Gringo Loco. I didn't care who won. It was about the performance. It was about the dance. I could care less. Gringo was cheered also all the way to the back. So. (laughs) <laughs> that was a damn good match and it was a feel-good match and um, I'm not going to say one bad thing about it. I don't have anything bad to say.
0: That will lead us into our third matchup as it is Shigehiro Eerie. Eerie, Eerie. 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 Ian. Eerie. Oh. Like an uh, earache. That's how I kind of remember. probably given all these listeners with my uh <laughs> going against Ares. Wow, this was a matchup like I never knew I wanted to see, never thought about seeing. But when I saw it on this match, I was very intrigued. I was like hunkered down and I was into it. I want to see it. Ran back again. I think little chemistry was just a tad bit off, but I enjoyed the match. They're both fucking creative and fun as hell. And to me, it looked like uh. Arez was kind of the powerhouse in this match, which was kind of odd seeing the size difference between the two. I think I, I noticed Arez kind of doing more of the lift, heavy lifting and power moves more than Shiggy, so I enjoyed it, though. Once again, Arez is on another great pair of matches, and I want to see more of him, like, on every card. He needs to become a regular.
1: So I think with the match, I'm right there with you. They maybe just needed an hour before the show to just get in the ring and kind of just get familiar with each other. But also if you're not fans like we are in particular and know everything that they do you may not notice half of those small intricacies so i'd probably say 80 percent of the fans had no fucking idea most of that was going on um but yeah they were just getting a feel for each other i'm with you they need to run it back because i think both of them have the potential to stretch each other out more they just need to be more familiar with their dancing partner uh irie versus Ares, japan versus mexico this is Ara's second time in Germany. Watching him is always a treat I have in my notes. He was a busy man in this match, inside and outside, and I would say that he took an incredible amount of punishment. Irie brings power and strength. Germans are very familiar with him. He's being the brick that I expected in this match. So I'll just go ahead and announce the winner. Our winner, Shigeru Irie. I
0: almost fucked that up. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> yeah it was a good match. I think in my notes I wrote like I just would like to see a rematch to build off the chemistry that was felt during this one at least it's something to build off of but mm-hmm. I felt I felt the same way like oh man it's just give them a little time get a little bit more familiar with each other they could, could put out a fun exciting and like a very innovative matchup that probably with a lot of moves we have never seen because that's what i really like about both them both these wrestlers and when you can put those two together i want to see all the magic that they can create and they created some of this one but i just want to like a little bit more and i think we will probably see this here down the line That will bring up our fourth match as it is for the GCW violent title as the champion, Rina Yamashita, defends the belt. And I'm very glad to see this version of Death Match, Jimmy Lloyd. Yeah, um yeah. And I'm glad to see him get a title shot and then lead it up to another title shot. I am very interested. We could talk later about Fight Club, but I wonder if that's what's good. We're going to finally get the the false finish for Jimmy and get the good pop and then Blake Christian, ultimate healer. I can see like Cardona coming out and like, oh, look, this is the referee and something. But Jimmy Lloyd getting this title match, I thought was cool, even if it was in Germany. Um, I think that's cool for him to have a title death match in Germany. I would like to see him kind of get a little bit more of those matches in AC, but um, he delivered here. I enjoyed it. Rena of course, always delivered here. Um, This was just a violent match and it was like perfect perfect spot on the card too, I think. Are we
1: missing a Money in the Bank briefcase holder right now? I have no better way to put it. Are we missing one right now? We don't have a threat to the heavyweight. like, No, it was Blake. An immediate, okay, we need another one. We need another one. How long since we, yeah, as soon as possible, because that is an instant storyline
0: at any freaking time. I like how I finished your sentence before you said it. <laughs> I'm about to say what and I was like, collective, I knew it. Yeah, like I wish I think it should be a collective state, but I like it. Like I I mean the money in the bank used to be a WrestleMania thing. So um I I enjoyed it. I, I like how they tease it. Just it sucks whenever it is cashed in. As you said, it feels like now there's at the moment, cause they haven't been building up as we've been talking about, Blake's, they haven't been building up a actual credible threat to them. There is none right now. And that kind of, I think where you're heading before I cut you off, that's kind of sucking right now. Ah.
1: No, no, no. Um. Okay. So I, uh, I got sidetracked there for a minute. I'm going to get back on this real quick. Jimmy Lloyd, isn't it nice to see him get some opportunities? You yes, know, I think, absolutely. I think backstage, quote unquote, you know, gorilla position. I think people are hearing that there are Jimmy Lloyd chants when Jimmy Lloyd isn't even announced for the match. Oh, and when he is in the match, he's getting chants then too.
0: That was the biggest holy shit! Like this, they, I think that's when I said. This is what they need to do with Jimmy right now. Like they're chanting for him during um, there was it. Oh, not home, whatever night there was like, they were they were in him. He wasn't even in the match. they cheering his name and chanting for it. And like at that moment, it's kind of like when the crowd used to chant Daniel Bryan or yes, yes. And he's not even there. Like that is a, like showing you that he's over with the crowd. And I think he's over what, however way you want it to be ironically or legit. Cause I legit think he should be pushed. I, I enjoyed all this stuff that he was doing in his like G raver run and stuff like that. And I think they just kind of let it go after that. And I, and they put him in scrambles and they put him up here with mestizos here and there. But I really enjoy like ultraviolet Jimmy Lloyd. And I think he could be a ultraviolet champion and do a lot of great matches because he's he has very good death matches and his catalog is there to support it, in my opinion. Okay, so I'm gonna play
1: booker slash owner just for a moment, just for fun. The creative side of me should be looking at the fact that Jimmy right now has this organic following. He didn't have to do a damn thing. He just had to be there. I would not give him an instant belt. What I would do is tease. I would tease and tease, not too much now, but I would tease a couple of matches where, oh, is he going to get it? He might get it. Oh, is this a chance of the... And then when the big show happens six months from now, four months from now, when he does get the belt it's a there's a huge payoff there just a big boom from you know the roof will come off the place you see what i'm saying right get couple collect a couple extra dollars stretch out something because it's going to build this this is going to build he's only going to get more popular and you and i both fucking don't know why and that's fine he's just we love him he's there he's gcw he's one
0: of us like that's kind of how i put like actually he's it's kind of like one of us. I don't know the uh, same way how to put it. I think what you're asking for and what you're saying they should do, I think that's going to start here at Pike Club. I think that's what's going to happen is he's going to possibly have a chance to win the belt and Cardona's going to fuck him over because Cardona said that's who's next on his hit list is Jimmy Lloyd um, in New York. So I think that could be leading to then, as you said, Oh, he almost beat Blake. He almost bleeded. Now he's got to go against Cardona. Cardona's going to fuck with him. That's going to get the crowd more behind Jimmy for however long they work together over however many shows. Then when he finally gets the big holy shit moment on Cardona, and now he's going to go back at Blake and they could have a pretty cool... If they build, like, the whole thing is builded. It could be Jimmy. Like, build anybody. I, I've been asking for a championship build for Blake. I get what they're doing. They're just throwing him these... And I don't hate calling them like like just feeder opportunities for the other companies and other wrestlers that are getting his title shots outside of Gringo Loco, outside of the people that we know that have deserved in GCW. I think yeah, there's, the, what there's they, been a couple good ones for sure. Yeah, a couple of good ones, absolutely. But, and I think what it, he's had to drag a lot of the other ones that we don't think should have been or should have, pe- those people shouldn't have had title shots. He's dragged good matches out of them. And that's what Blake does. Yeah. You know, it's funny you
1: said that. Yeah, he's he's been able to stretch people, and it's fun to watch people kind of stretch his uh, capabilities out a little. I hate using the word stretch, because it means... Be <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's just kind of getting him out of his comfort zone a little. Um, okay, I'm going back to this for sure. Uh, Rina Yamashita versus Jimmy Lloyd. This was an 11-minute match. We had Japan versus USA. This match had kendo sticks, barbed wire, barbed wire boards staple gun, chairs, and a barbed wire board bridge that was sitting on the ground on the concrete. Uh, Rena Yamashita was first blood. Staples were basically bloodying her forehead really bad. She was the aggressor in this match overall, as Rena Yamashita always is and should be as our ultraviolet title uh, holder. Jimmy Lloyd then, he has a ton of German fans. He shattered a kendo stick into splinters over Rena's head. He puts Rina from the ring and through the barbed wire door bridge onto the concrete floor head first. Fans love the brutality. And somehow, being the tough lady that she is, winner, winner here was still Rina Yamashita. Uh, you know what? This, this still made Jimmy look good. Well done, match.
0: Yeah, I don't think it took anything away from Jimmy and that yeah, tough was just that another tough matchup for Rena and all another ultraviolet. Like she's absolutely killing it as ultraviolet champion. Like I kinda don't want to see her be the champion, but if she ever loses it, she better get right up in there into the world title shot for GCW because she's been killing it. And uh I I agree with you. Another good match uh, from Jimmy Lloyd and another great title defense from Rena. Our fifth matchup of the evening is Dark Sheik versus Norman. Oh, I forgot how they pronounce it. harass or we'll, we'll say Harris. Harris. Okay. Ah, oh, that's easier to uh, to say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it was harass but
1: yeah,
0: Harris is just fine.
1: That's where the name comes from originally.
0: Oh, okay. Americanized it. Yeah. Oh, good to know. See, once again, I learned something new every day. <laughs> uh, I thought this was good. I, a little short match but uh good good for dark Sheik to perform out in germany and uh my first time seeing norman and not too bad i i didn't mind this match i enjoyed what dark Sheik uh, provided during this match
1: yeah Sheik was the face through this one absolutely loved from entrance to exit by the german fans she had a lot of high flying offense which you know was going to come from her i'm just gonna jump ahead it helped her win the match norman harris he's a heel he's hated Commentary is apologizing for his possible behavior problems that may arise. I found that he was an impressive size at six five, you know me, height, size, love those kind of guys. He could go up to another level with proper training, you know, weight training, whatnot. He's young, which tells me that he's got a huge potential on his side. He also shares my birthday. That's why I think he's a fucking king. And um he was in control most of this match, which I also found uh, well done. So that Sheik still gets the win. Harris still looks like a badass that he's supposed to be. So yeah, our winner,
0: again, Dark Sheik. Good match, but uh, like I said, I just would, would it like to see a little go a little bit longer just to give some uh, Dark Sheik a little bit more ring time in Germany. Our next match, holy shit. This was everything... <laughs> Everything I've been asking for, right here, tag team match between Team Bussy and the Second Gear Crew. Yeah, I thank you, Brett. That was uh, right here in my notes. It's a little bit down. But I'm skipping there because I'm going right to the thank yous. Just another great GCW classic match. All four fucking delivered. I loved the comedy, the craziness, the SGC violence all over. This was everything I wanted to. This delivered. I give this the Meltzer five stars. I loved this match. <laughs> and everything it was. We got that rating system, huh? Yeah. Wow. I had to pull it out for this but This was fun.
1: I'll follow your lead. I really would say that was well done. And I hope that that match comes back to the United States and gets ran back again. Bussy and SGC have met before. My note says this is the potential show stealer of the night. And I want to mention something that we've talked about before. Nancer. Mance Warner, he's on the microphone. Keep it up, buddy. Like I say, he's got that stone cold vibe. He kind of has this, um, he has this thing like he could motivate you. I don't know if you ever listened to Avi he na na nah, we're going to hit right now we're going and he kind of has that role to him where he ends with like this you know what I mean it's like a horn like it goes outward is it okay anyway the Mets. he's just missing more microphone time i think good things are coming
0: i think he should be a motivational speaker for this heel if this character doesn't work out for him
1: I'm just saying stone cold <laughs> you No, know,
0: indeed. You're gonna sit down, you're gonna grab a beer, you're gonna t- you know, and so on and so whoop someone's ass. Yeah. No, I love I Fair. I loved it. I love the promo I wrote here. I love the promo and I expected a great promo from Mance and I loved that he was able to get that time as well. Like I said, this match delivered on everything that included. And I'm not gonna lie, I love Bussy. I'm looking forward to an F E singles
1: run. I love the second gear crew 100% also. I really do wanna see Mance Warner on a singles run. I really do think that any good company could have a champion and three potential um, champions at any time. What you can do with that would be a ton of storylines. Then also you could bring up your bottom of your card because those three contenders could also fight someone else and kind of bring them up along the way. So I would like to see a champion Effie, Gringo, Vance Warner, there's your four-way that could keep going and on and on for weeks. And they're always at the show. So it's not like, you know, they're going to go away, go away. And it's not like they're just guaranteed to be there. I'm just saying when it's time to go to work and they agree upon having a job there that night, they fucking show up and they show up a lot more than other people do.
0: And the fans react a lot more than what they would have if you get a replacement for those people. Uh, okay. We've seen that at shows as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing, man. People
1: people are like, okay, is SGC going to be there? All right. Those
0: are draws. Sorry, Effie. I'm still in your line there. <laughs> draws. That's okay. Yeah, Effie draws. Man... Uh, SGC <laughs> fucking draws both of
1: the okay SGC. I'm not going to go too far because right now we're talking about Manders and man Manders. Also, he's working his way up. He's winning tournaments. He's going places. He just needs more time with some different. He's he's
0: see I would like to see him in more singles matches too. Like I I agree with you. I think he's one yeah. of the more him and Jack Cartwell. I think if I'd say over this year, is probably the two most improved GCW wrestlers I've seen by, like, pretty far and away. Like, the improvement from Jack Hart was amazing, but Manders as well. I think he's getting these singles opportunities in these other companies where he's able to show what he can do on one-on-one. GCW's kind of been limited And like, yes, it's good. SGC, like, teaming with them all the time. But I think... Whenever he's on one on one, I think he could showcase himself too. And that's what he's doing in these other companies. So it is nice to see the other companies giving him that time. And I want to see more singles managers, single managers matches uh, as well in GCW. But I, I don't know. Like, I actually see a draw everywhere too. Like, then whatever company there, whatever version of them showing up, they are a draw on the card. And it is uh, nice to see Manders, though, keep on improving and getting the, as you said, the accolades that I think he's been deserving over the last year. And I, I try to hold back, but I'm going to say it.
1: I fucking miss Matthew Justice so much. Why? Because whatever he did that fucking weekend showed up on Twitter as fucking highlights for the next four days. Guess, and then- Look at this guy fucking jump from the ceiling. Wait, where is he working at? He's working at fucking GCW. Guess what now? All those highlights don't happen anymore.
0: Yeah. I'll and- just leave it there. And, and he was like, I think he brought the unpredictability of it, like, uh, like you never know what holy crazy shit moment is going to happen when Justice is around. <laughs> like, but that's what always made it so fun, especially as a fan in person. There, like, SGC is for the people, for the fans, especially in the venue, in the building, because they're bringing the action to you and they're giving you everything they want, and like they're bringing the party atmosphere to you. But Justice, whenever he was around, like, oh shit, is he going to take my chairs? He going to grab my shoulders he gonna lift me up and have me kick them like you just never knew what he was gonna do and I agree with you I miss the unpredictability and oh shit what did Justice do this last weekend I missed the show and seeing him like I just go back to the 4th of July weekend I missed the the first night before the the backyard show when they were in Uh, North Carolina, and he jumped off the building. I was like, holy fuck, I missed this. Like, goddamn, I wanted to watch this show. but I was too busy traveling. And it was just a cool, holy shit moment that you can always expect from Justice in a GCW show.
1: Yeah, worst case scenario, he's filling the ring up. He also makes the second story of any building in play. And again, one jump can go viral. 10, 20, 30, 40,000 people watching your company that you paid as, you know, to have that performer in there do this. It is, it's not free publicity because you're paying for the performer, but I'm saying if every performer on the show was putting in these viral kind of performances, there'd be even more people watching, which is, which is what we all want from any company. We want more people watching. I'm just, I'm just saying that right there from a creative money perspective, like the business owner in me says, I might want to have that guy back just because people are still talking about us on Tuesday and we haven't
0: worked since Sunday or Saturday. I like that. Wasn't it like wasn't it Blake Christian that went flying through the door at the Briscoe's and like that clip went viral on Sports Center, even and shit like that? Like I'm pretty sure it was like and I know it was at an AC, and I think the Briscoes were like get the door in place, and you just see, I think pretty sure it was a wild Blake Christian just flying out. I think it was Blake Christian and Alex Zane going against the Briscoes that that match, but you just see him flying through the door, but you said, it was such a cool moment because he comes out of nowhere, like, SportsCenter even tweeted it out and and put it on their top 10 and shit, so, like, the viral moments do have its spots, and Matthew was always, always there for, for one of them, at least, every night.
1: I just wanted to get it off my chest, I do it every couple episodes, that's my dude. Yeah. Okay, so back to the match here, Manser was cut first, he was first blood, Effie then next. However, Effie was cut so bad you could see it running down his chest from his forehead, and if any uh, if Effie touched anyone, um, it would basically stamp them with blood. There was so much, so it was like a red highlighter. Was, anything he touched was just given red. Manser also the same thing. I just called him human highlighters. So you know, human highlight reel. Human eye. High- yeah, it's going be, <laughs> um, yeah. be a long night. Long so- night. I like that one too. I will say that they made 2v2 wrestling and two-on-one wrestling seem much more chaotic than usual. So um everybody won in this one still, but the story says Bussy won. So our winners here was Bussy.
0: Yeah. I I I I already said it too. I agree with you said possible show stealer. I wrote this was like match of the nine. This was one of my like all-time favorite GCW matches. I just I loved it. I loved everything they did. All four performers, definitely kudos to them and big shout out. I I even wrote in my notes, shout out to uh, Max Recon, the referee, because his reactions during that match was hilarious. The fans were awesome throughout the entire match and commentary was amazing as well. Like Every piece of that match was perfect and I enjoyed it. Like I said, in my opinion, one of the best uh, GCW matches I've seen in a while.
1: And I'll just reiterate, I'm looking forward to a possible singles run for a very motivated Effie right now. He physically looks ready to handle the workload more than ever before. And I feel like we're starting to approach peak Effie, and I hope we take advantage. He can take on any comer who comes along now, and he'd make it look good. We we would look like we have a fighting chance.
0: I'm going to piggyback off yours. Effie's there. Mance is there. Gringo. Like I just said, those four that are right there and waiting uh, could definitely make great champions. I definitely would have liked to see all four of them get a shot or hold the belt here in the near future. And speaking of that damn belt, Blake (laughs) Christian is defending the GCW world title match in our world title in our seventh matchup of the evening going against, okay, Peter Tahini, right? Tahani. Tahani. Ah, oh, God damn it. T- yeah. Tahani. Tahani. Yeah. Um, you can call him Peter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can call him Peter. It's all good. I actually had to practice that one because it was just a cool name. I don't think you've ever seen that. Yeah. I'm just like, okay.
0: You know how it is when we trip over words. It's fine. Uh, oh it's fine. yeah. I always trip I do it all the time. Um, I I appreciate commentary because they said exactly what I was thinking when I first saw this Peter guy. I was like, Peter and Blake are two like they're right there stylistically. <laughs> like their wrestling style was right there. I think they just fit perfectly. Like you could just literally interchange them both. Um, and that gave me an expectation like, oh, Peter could high fly and do some shit. So, uh, gave me, like, I'm commentary did a good job of giving filling me in on Peter and. Uh, I got my hopes up uh, going into this match, and they both delivered. I uh, just I enjoyed that kind of how they're just very so similar in the move sets and everything. Um, it just played off very well, I think.
1: You know, you mentioned something here that we haven't mentioned in a while, and should be mentioning. Great job by commentary. They did a really good job making sure that we knew what was going on, and um, they informed us a lot. Because I'm there with you. It was my first time seeing Tahani, so I want to watch me be. Uh, But I feel like he has a very bright future ahead. He's exceptionally quick. His offense is performed in these quick bursts. He has this unpredictable pace because of those quick bursts. He can go from zero to a hundred in a split second. And that was one of the things that just, I saw from the jump. Blake, he had a good match. He delivered a very nasty tombstone on the cement floor that I thought legit hurt Peter. I mean, okay, yeah, you're shaking your head too. I had to go back yeah. and watch it because I'm like, okay, did any of that make contact? And I'm sure just a little bit, but it looked so good. Yeah, I know. So I up, Yeah, yeah, right. But, but he made it, they both, they both made it look so good. Uh, oh, our winner here, Blake Christian. He, uh, he retains his GCW world
0: title. Yeah, it was a good matchup. I wrote down. Uh, it was funny when I was typing that that. Uh, I, I as I was typing about both of them having uh, similar styles, my phone defaulted to both blokes instead of Blake. Like you said, "dance blokes" awesome. instead of both Blake and stuff. So I was like, "Was my phone listening to the German commentary now?" Over here <laughs> calling them each other or the UK and German commentary calling each other blokes. Uh, that was it. Was pretty funny. Um, I thought this was a great defense again by Blake. I saw someone. I can't remember if it was online or. Um, in the crowd, I think it was online. I'm going to assume. Um, made the comment of mid card Blake, and wow, well, made me laugh because it was like, oh, ha ha ha! Like it was a funny little shot of him, but it angered me. Like this is it angered me because it's true, and this is what like this is what's been upsetting me with his oh. with his run. As I wish he had more main events, and I know we've talked about it before. Maybe it's because he doesn't want to follow the death matches, like in this case the main event of this night was Nick Gage versus Joey Janela or whatever the reason may be. I just want to see him as a champion being more main events, So you can't get these little fucking people making those little comments. And that just looks bad on the company. Like, okay. and it looks bad on the company. It looks bad on the champion. And it's not nothing of this is Blake's fault. I am enjoying it. I love it. I am enjoying That's his perfect. run. This is what we've been wanting to see. I just wish it was, he was booked a little bit stronger by Get where they're going with this. I think now it's been long enough to, okay, haha, the gig's up. Start challenging him, show him what he's really do. really make him dive deep into his bag of tricks and pull out the wins. Like, I think now I want to see the, you want the to joke's challenge. over. You I want a serious champion now. Yep. I want a serious. Yeah. The, the joke's over. Ha ha, he was an asshole. He won. Look at him. I'm the champion. I'm still an asshole. The gig's up, in my opinion. I think now is the time. Show him why you made him champion. Show him why he's on Ring of Honor television. Show him why he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Like show him off like you made him champion. Now's the time to let him fly. And I like whatever they have reasons. I get like we've talked about the reasons. There are reasons. I just hated that they whatever the, whatever the reasons are, it's making Blake look bad and making. These fans make those kind of comments, and this has nothing on Blake. That's not his problem, and I just want Blake to get, like, I want him to like, get a 25-minute match to shut people up. Like, have a clean match, but then at the end, do something dirty uh, like to kind of keep that heel heat, but put him in the main event. Let him show why you made him your champion to represent your company in. Um, that little comment, though, th- uh, that I saw during this uh, did not really help, but I, especially this night, I get it with the main event of Joey versus Nick. Sorry, that one's going to main events. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. that one's just one of those ones that's going to main event. But just in general, that comment upset me and brought up all those thoughts again. You got them feelings, huh? Got in my feelings? feelings, especially after all this shit, like I, that we've talked on Blake, not his in-ring work, but as his character trying to find himself as a heel, like we shit on it, shit, on a shit out. it. he finally gets it. He's excelling at it and he's getting better and better. And now we're kind of, like, it's not getting the full impact, I think, that we could be getting.
1: You're basically saying he just needs better opponents to showcase uh, himself and to bring prestige to the GCW world. Yes. There's the word, prestige. Yep, prestige. Okay, yeah. Th- I mean, that's, that's a good way to look at it. What you're saying is you believe in the man, challenge him, is what you're saying. And just like you would any other championship, bring out the money just a little bit, as sometimes does get brought out and you know let let the kid put on a good show he is good and there's a reason why you chose him to be in that position if you haven't seen it yet maybe sit down with him and ask him what he does need to flourish so that you don't have an investment that's going on and you don't have what you're looking for and on the other side i do think again and i'll maybe say this for the last time with Blake real life stuff we'll just call it real life stuff. i hate saying shooting shit like that. yeah in in the real world i hope that he has learned about what he should ask for in his title reign and i feel that he may learn about how to structure a title reign better if anything this is one hell of a learning curve right here and at the same time i think this is a good man who was given a great chance and as long as his opponents keep rolling in and he doesn't book the matches but if he's booked strong see what happens so i i'm what you're saying is is right now he's plateaued it's time to either take him to the next level or
0: what so or take it off him and i don't want that unless they could do it there is a cool way they could do it i there's multiple ways they could do it. But yeah, I'm the same way. Like it's either like give him the opportunity to fly or let someone else give someone else the opportunity. Like I just feel like just frustrated for him because like I just know if I was put in that position, like, yeah, I'm the champion. Okay. What what's the plan? Oh, we're gonna put on this match as a main event. Oh, okay. Where am I? Oh, you're just in the middle of the car. Like, you made me the focal point. Like, let me show you why. Like, let me let me be me. Like, let him cook, <laughs> let him cook, as the kids are saying now. And I want to see Blake cook. And I'll, and I will say, I'm sure there's not a
1: single person more frustrated than the man that's holding the belt right now that he would want, he would want more. And that's okay because I'm just letting you know, there's a lot of great fans out here. We look past the storyline. We, we love to see him, uh, do his thing and we want to see him to, uh, continue to do his thing as long as the, uh, his opponent's booking is behind him and allows him to be uh, or allows him to show why he was chosen for the championship in the first place. Um, our winner here, though, going back was Blake Christian. I put here that i I just felt that they both had a lot more in them left, and it wasn't shown. Also, just last thing, for several matches, I noticed there's a a lady, a Japanese referee. She is excellent. If you have a chance, watch her. She I don't I'm guessing they found her in Japan, or she's working here in America. And then I just said something incredibly horrible and racist. I don't know, but what, that's terrible. But what, I'm not good with anything. Like, but um, no, she—I don't know who she is. I don't know her name just yet. But she is a damn good referee, and I hope we see... check it out.
0: I'll be honest, I don't remember, but that's a good thing. You don't want the referee to stick out for right. a wrong reason. Like, it's better to not them being not noticeable at all, then yeah. noticeable for the wrong thing. So yeah, she must be doing something good. Like I said, I don't, don't, I think, I think I remember since this was about two weeks ago that we recorded it or that we saw it. I think I do remember seeing her on there. I was like, oh wow, they're like, they're, they're putting her out there again. Like they're giving her opportunities, which is pretty cool. It's nice to see. Well, my, my thought was, is that, okay, they're giving
1: more than just Japanese wrestlers talent, but also other Japanese performers, the referees. So I'm saying if they if they reached their hand out and brought her over, I
0: think it was a good choice. Just personal opinion. That leads us to our main event of the evening, as it is the two backbones of GCW, Nick Fucking Gage and the Bad Boy Joey Janela. Uh, before this match even started, I loved the pre the pre show the pre match video. Set up, I showed so many classic spots of theirs and it laid out like, hey, these are the two pillars of GCW. These are like the two people built on that this company is built on. And I just loved the video to show, uh, to get me into the main event and another <laughs> amazing event. I, a main event, I once again, I'll let you do most of the talking on this one because I really wrote down it was made another great main event and this is. Once again, what I've been asking for, just GCW regulars getting the opportunity and showing what GCW is all about. And I think the WXW crowd, after this match, realized this was a GCW show. Like, holy shit, this was the authentic GCW experience, and I'm glad that they got to experience it. Because I, as a fan, I loved it, and this main event was a perfect cherry on top.
1: All right, so our main event, Nick Gage versus Joey Janela. We were given almost 20 minutes of match time, which thank you so much. I needed to see this match and I'm echoing you. These are two of the pillars of GCW in the ring. I'm going at it. I also noticed good old Max Recon. He's wearing heavy gloves. That's always a good sign because that means there's gonna be some shit broken. I also see that thumbtacks and broken chairs were very plentiful in this match. In Gage's entrance, when we do have the opportunity to have a, I don't know what it's called, video? Video screen? It has Nick fucking Gage come across it on the screen. First time I've ever seen that. I love the graphic added to the entrance. The crowd popped heavy for it. You're basically, you know, you're you're leading them into a chant, which well thought out. Great job there. It also brought the fans alive for this main event. Janela was playing heel. The GCW chants were bouncing around the arena the entire fight, like the whole 20 minutes. It had a big fight feel that every match should have. The chairs at the Turbine Hall are made of hard plastic, and they're very unforgiving. I wanted to kind of just sneak that little sidebar in there. Um, It created some real crazy shit because they had to work with those chairs. And you saw there was some some unique bumps that are going on <laughs> with those chairs. Uh, our winner is Nick Gage, and I'm handing it
0: over to you, B. No, uh, I I loved it. It was awesome. i um, loving seeing Deathmatch Joey lately. Really looking forward to seeing what him and Kasai are going to do in Japan. Like, that's that's going to be crazy. I think, I think it's going to be one of those ones I might have to watch with one eye open, just in case, because... They're gonna be doing some crazy shit. I love the Bam Bam Bigelow flames gear that Joey had on again. Yes. Um. I wrote awesome Gage entrance. I loved him just flying into the crowd, all around. Like he gave the Germany crowd, like this might be your one shout out of Nick Gage entrance. I'm gonna give you your money's worth, and he gave everybody their money's worth. His pre match promo was great. This this is everything. Like this just piggy's back off. Off the UK shows, after the shows uh, heading into UK. I forgot where they were because now we're so far into it. But, <laughs> man, like this is what I've been asking for. I had a little rough stretch, uh, homecoming weekend and stuff in L.A., but ever since homecoming weekend in Australia, they've knocked it out of the park in Chicago, New York, Liverpool, Germany. I'm super excited to see what Fight Club's going to hold on. The Heart of War games, like, holy shit, that's enough as it is. Um, And this main event was just, I think, a perfect cap to main events the first night in Germany. And to, like I, I just to go back to just giving the fans the authentic GCW. Like I said, I think that's what I've been missing. That's why I didn't really like Homecoming and LA shows. And lately, it didn't feel like authentic GCW shows. It built kind of different force and stuff. But this, is, this feels natural. This was fun and great, great main event. And Joey... The talent, Brett, the booking, the commentary, everybody, fantastic mate, fantastic night one. Uh, I cannot wait to see what's still in the future for GCW coming up here.
1: Yeah, thanks for the dream match. If you can, bring it to America because we'd love to see it over here. I know that was a huge selling point for the first uh, night in Germany, and I'm sure it paid off well. This closed out night one, and I can say for sure the fans went home happy.
0: Now we will go into night two, which was GCW versus the world still in Germany. And for the first match of the evening, once again, it is Jordan Oliver defending the JCW title against Letigo. I was interested to see what this match would kind of turn out to. Letigo in a one-on-one setting against Jordan, not in a scramble, multi-person match. Uh, See what could happen. And couldn't find out much since there was... Three minutes of match. Hey, that was it. Yeah. Hey.
1: Well, almost three minutes. Uh, yeah, not even so. Jordan Oliver versus Letigo, USA versus Mexico. The entrances roughly ran three uh, minutes and 14 seconds. The match ran two minutes and 49 seconds. Not much to talk about, honestly. Letigo was in control for the first two and a half minutes, and Jordan basically took over in the last 15 seconds. Our winner, Jordan Oliver, that was our JCW title defense. Sam, I just that's just saying that's how it was. Um, we used to have scrambles with motherfuckers flying in the sky. I felt like this match, honestly, and I love these guys. This match was one dimensional, and I say that as someone who greatly loves both performers. It was it was flat as an opener, and I was really surprised that something like that was even booked, and to send them out for three minutes, just why? So. I just wanted to say that, and those are the pure facts. It was like 3 minutes and 11 seconds, or 3 minutes and 14 seconds was the uh, was the entrances.
0: Yeah, I am right there with you. Like, why? Like, what was the point of that even put out there? Especially as an opener, like that, as we talk talking about, like, that might be a match two. Like, hey, the first one, just knock yeah. your socks yeah. off. Let's kind of get you down here a little bit, calm down, and then boom, get you back up for match three the rest of the night. Like... That's how it started off. So I, I don't know. I didn't like it either. I'm glad Jordan won and defended it, I guess. And, but for it to be a three minute match and pretty much, yeah, squash. Not even a squash because like he was the one taking the beating and then hit that one whatever move it is, the reverse acid bomb or something. And yeah, that was it.
1: Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, we at so not eyes a- <laughs> and we're just like, what, what? Okay, so is what it is, and that's that's or JCW.
0: Well, and then, he, he's <laughs> in a four-way match coming up with, uh, what, Jack Hartwell, Masha, and, um, somebody else, I forgot. See, singles defenses. And it's not even the title. That's my that was wrong. Right. No, it's not even for the title on top of that. I'm just
1: being picky because half our titles aren't even in the company. So I'm thinking, okay, why not? Um, JCW, just JCW, seems to be forgotten almost. Well, I'm I'm still trying to wonder why they put a belt on it unless they were trying to provide some eyeballs to it. And I don't know if a two minute 49 match does it. I don't know if a four man does it. I don't know if a scramble does it, but we're seeing a lot of those. That's why I said, maybe he's injured. And if that's the case, I feel terrible. But if that's the case, also move it along and um, let someone else carry the torch. Because right now the JCW title looks like an afterthought. And I'm just being honest about it. I have to see all these guys in a week. It's just how it is right now. That really... Really? I mean, we're talking two awesome fucking wrestlers. You guys got less than three minutes, boys. Go.
0: And the JCW upcoming card looks pretty cool. Like, I've been enjoying what JCW been doing, especially their last show. I thought that might have been the show of the weekend just because everything felt like it was for a purpose and like it made all sense and everybody was fighting for a reason instead of just going out there for a two and a half minute match as this one was like i i'm excited for the jcw card coming up but um yeah i don't know how that's really helping that title that match how that helped that title at all
1: hey we did really good there we told the truth and our honest opinion and that's okay (laughs) no seriously nothing personal it's just this was like this and I do this all the time. I say I'm sure both performers out there did not want to go for three minutes. I'm sure they wanted to go for much
0: longer. And I hope whoever wins this number one contender match for the JCW title, Mander's or Price, like whoever wins that, actually not just Price. on JCW Pro. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised to there too. To, to give me thing. Price. Yeah. But I just hope they actually like build something to it instead of just like, okay, they won't touch each other until the match. Like have a feud, have a rivalry, like do something with it because – yeah, matches like this one didn't really help me. doesn't like, okay, what's next for the title? Like there's zero like there was zero excitement there. I was like, okay, what's going on? But we'll see what happens after this week back in the States, back at home. Uh maybe they got some plans cooking up here for Jordan and the JCW title. Well, I'm hoping
1: something happens because it's been months. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. The first two title defenses were absolutely fantastic. One of them was against Manson. I mean, it's the first one. Yeah. And those were absolutely knockout i mean we were talking about it like holy shit is this gonna be the new the title like the one that's gonna be fought after sought after yeah so we're working <laughs> on that right now um yeah i'd like to see price take it because price is a rising star i think he is the future i think he's the future at gcw i think he's the future at a lot of places on the independent company uh, on the independent scene i think in the next five years he's going to find himself at aew or roh and if
0: it's not going to happen the next year or two he's caught Con- on the rise Coglin was the second defense Ooh, that was a great match not, yeah no oh, and they and they're bringing in the war dogs too for gcw i'm really excited to see what that's going to turn into that's a good tag team to bring over okay we didn't <laughs> no, we talked more about the six minutes there before the match uh, was yeah actually we did double the match <laughs> Our second match of the evening is Team Bussy going against Baby Allison and Maggot. Interesting, interesting team. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I get like a Vincent feel, kind of like uh from Vincent from oh my oh, god, that, Ring of Honor Impact. Oh, Ring of yeah, Ring, uh, Ring of Honor. Yeah, like uh, I don't know. I didn't I didn't understand what was going on with the team. I like it. It's different. They got a different look, a different feel, different aura about them. Um, and this match with Team Bussy was Team Bussy. I, 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 this was Team Bussy all over. And I, I'm glad that they were able to showcase what they do and uh, have another great matchup of in Germany.
1: So here we are again, USA versus Germany. I put down that Maggot and Allison were both loved. Bussy's way over. The WXW GCW chants were going back and forth throughout this match. This is one of those exciting number twos. Um, the match started with Ally Catch versus Baby Allison. We had an Alley fight. Only these four could have put on this unique match. There's no one else like them. I wrote that halfway through. It was like an inspirational thing. I was just watching I'm like, damn, I don't think we could get four in the ring like this to do this exact match without the four exact personalities in there right now. The beginning of the match was a singles competition mid-match. It basically broke down into doubles fighting. There was a spot with some Awesome flexibility shown by baby Allison. Um, if you have a chance, look it up, you'll know exactly what it is when you've seen it. Our winner in this
0: one, Bussy. Good tag match. I, I, I <laughs> like yeah. I didn't know much. well, I didn't know much, I didn't know anything about I, I, I knew pretty much all the WXW talent or showcase, team, um, Alex or uh, the rotation. I was, I, brand new to me and I didn't know what to expect. And I was trying to just try to figure out what uh baby Alice and Megan were about just I like I, I like their uniqueness of it. Like I'd like to see you know, maybe what they could turn it into and stuff. And obviously which with the crazy team like that it was a perfect matchup with Bussy. And yeah, I agree with you. Bussy is definitely over in Germany. That is for sure. Um it's just it's 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 very awesome to see just how over Bussy is all over the world and that's why when Effie's in there speaking and I see people sitting there like trying to badmouth and it's like, how can you badmouth somebody who's that over in a place that they go to once a year, maybe? Yeah. And like they're like that big of a draw over there. Like Effie needs that podcast needs to definitely be listened to and be taken more seriously than what it is. Oh, Effie's podcast? Effie's podcast. Yeah. It's fantastic.
1: Yeah. If anyone yeah. has a chance to listen in, uh, Effie lives, I believe, is what it's called. I listen to it so much it's like automatically on my thing. Give me a second here because I want... F- Weekend at Effie's. Weekend at Effie's. No shit. I'm going to tell you right now it's really good. Search it out. Seek it out if you can. Um, He has a co-host that is the nicest guy. His voice is smooth like baby powder. And then you put that in there with Effie when he is, you know, more like Taylor. toned down. um, More conversational. Which he is an excellent conversationalist. Like podcasting just worked for him but yeah okay coming around full circle yeah check it out when you get a chance because there's a lot of great content on there and i enjoy it a lot okay so the last thing i just wanted to mention was after this uh bussy win Ambos comes out after the match and they attack maggot and baby owls and then all of a sudden we hear pantera hit i had so much hopes in my mind but yeah pantera hit and outcome sgc that is one half of the uh the team for our next
0: match. And that six-person tag match is a uh it is a six-person tag match, though. No. Uh team of Amboss, Icarus, Lawrence Roman, and Robert Dreisker? Dreisker Yes. Dreisker, okay. Going against uh yeah, team SG Hunt, Manders, Sheik, and Warner. Not seeing Sheik man thrown in there. What's what's their new name? They got coming up here this week. They got like the old super the super <laughs> ass, <caster, laughs> flippy dippy. I love what they do with these names, man.
1: Uh, they're having th- fun. That's the one thing you can tell. You can look at that name and go, "God damn it!" At least they're having fun.
0: Oh, yeah, and you see it out there, out there partying, fighting, drinking beers, causing chaos, and kicking ass and going back. Drinking more beers, having more fun. And I like to see Dark Sheik having the fun with uh, SGC. And I, Once again, we love these. that make sense. So just Boom, right into the next match. No thing, no wasted movements. Love it. Or wasted moments in this uh, card. And boom, right into it. And it delivered. i glad SGC was able to go all over the place and uh, put up an SGC fight.
1: I was trying to figure out if I wanted to mention this or not. But I don't know if you've noticed, but there's a lot of times where... Kind of look at my screen. I was going to show you. Like, you'll see the wrestlers do this. Before like one of the guys jumped from wherever. And yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but I think that should be dialed back some because what's going on is you're seeing the wrestlers not be as much creative wise as much as they're trying to give you what you already pop for. I know that may be a little too deep to talk about, but when you become a caricature of yourself is when I really shouldn't have talked about this during this match, but I do see some Wrestlers, where we see the same thing every time, and we know that they're coming out to do the same thing. That's why I challenge Effie in Bussy to move on and keep doing his thing. He's a crowd pleaser. He does his thing. Effie uh, Bussy is a crowd pleaser. They do their thing, But we've seen it. So that's why I'm looking forward to see either something fresh or new come out of there, like a tag championship or maybe they do their thing separately because I feel that Effie is really on that upward trajectory. And, I don't want anything to stop
0: that right now. I'm I'm just waiting for him to just pop off. It's matter of time. And just about saying that seems like that moment's getting closer and closer because he's been having inc- he's on an incredible run too. And so is Alley catch with Team Boosting. Like I felt the same way too. I was kind of like, hey, separate this little run I've been enjoying. It's been different mm-hmm. for the most part, in my opinion. It's been a lot of the same, but the stuff they make it different. It's been enough to keep it fresh in my eyes. But I'm the same way. I think they do need to kind of go there separately. I wouldn't mind seeing, like, alley catch. Like, I don't know what happened, like, that women's title. Bring that back, or have her go chase after JCW title. Go have her chase after the extreme title, even in scrambles. Like She could do some stuff on her own, but Effie definitely needs to be in the world title scene, I think. But I think you could also run it with those two. Not as a team all the time, but still have that in your back pocket when it needs to be used. Uh, but having them both as singles, but bringing them together um as a team when needed to
1: yeah i think maybe my whole thing that i said was just one one match late but uh the point being is because i think effie is capable of more he's rising to that on his own and i want to see him pushed also that's kind of what you know he's got he's got you know he really believes in himself and i'd like to see that uh that torch passed eventually to where he can maybe give a run with it and see what happened he did damn good when, uh, he did damn good out in LA. That was a good little, uh, too and him really did have a fucking legit rumble. It was awesome.
0: Well, I don't want to spoil it. I'd rather go check it out his podcast, but definitely go check out, not this last episode, but the one before he does mm-hmm. kind of mention how he was, uh, him in his first match in GCW, but that was a uh, possibilities and stuff like that, which is pretty crazy to see, but. I could see it at the time. I could see the vision of it too. And not seeing Effie, like now Effie's a totally different beast than back then. But if they were to do something like that now, I think it'd be definitely get the payoff that they want. Definitely get a bigger payoff now than what would have happened back then. I would put it this way.
1: Is Effie now what Effie wanted to be two years ago? And I would say if he looked at himself now uh, two years back then, he'd be happy with who he is. I think so too. Yeah, I really hope for that. And I know like the smoking thing, that's something, honestly, I think if he looked two years ahead and was like, you know what, you're good and cleaned up, you know, you've put on 40 pounds of fucking bulk and you did it without having a belly, you know, things like that. And, you know, you're on the up and up and you're at a place right now where you're calling your own shots. You can go where you want to. You have Effie's big gay brunch that's so big, it could literally break off and be its own thing.
0: It pretty much is its own thing now. Like they're doing like I think they're doing one without any GCW involvement over in Europe without any of their help. So that, that shows if you he's doing there, it right. If the fans are there, if the wrestlers
1: are there, then for crying out loud, I mean, make that money. Effie said that there's a lot of money left on the table at, uh, I think the last or before the last big gay brunch. I believe he's right, and the only way to show them is to show them. Just fucking do it. And it looks like success is coming. Did you want to oh um, I have to <laughs> holy shit, we have a man. <laughs> uh, we both just stared at each other like, wait, I think I said my part. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just went off on some dreams somewhere. Okay, so uh yeah, Amboss versus SG SGC unt. Uh I had to just say it. Fuck it. Okay, so Germany versus the USA. Amboss was a good group who I think has a bright future in wrestling. Dreisker is a very big boy. I'm a Haas fan. It was quick, busy, chairs were used. SGC put up one hell of a fight. But in the end, our winner here was Amboss. After the match, there was a little bit of fuckery. Bussy did come out to protect SGC and basically ran Amboss off after they decided to just keep beating SGC. So we had a little drama there. And um, here we are again where Bussy's kind of... GCW teams kind of watch each other's back.
0: Yeah, and definitely Buce and SGC. Uh, even though they've been through the wars, they are definitely a uh, family. That will lead us into our fourth matchup of the evening, as I get to see a new face as Rena Yamashita defends the GCW Ultraviolet title against Lou Nixon. Once again, nothing great defense from Rena. I think she carried the violence in this match. I she's like having matches, like I said, against these people. I don't know, like. I don't really know their background or how, how good of a wrestler they are and stuff, but it just doesn't seem to matter of who the opponent is. Rena's going to have a crazy, violent, good death match, and this was one of them, and I'm glad she's still keeping the death match alive in uh, GCW at the moment. Yeah, that's, she's, she's a workhorse. Nobody would have expected that either. I think going into her first
1: match in Vegas, no one expected that what was going to walk in was a damn near permanent champion for the next year. Yeah, unexpected, dude. Um, Japan versus the UK. I looked in the ring. I saw plastic bins, barbed wire doors, a barbed wire door bridge. Lou Nixon comes out and had his fist covered in fucking thumbtacks. They were like glued in. There were several chairs. There was a box of thumbtacks pulled pour, poured all over the mat and a weed whacker. So I wrote here that Lou Lou is a big guy. I did like that. At one arena at one point stapled loose nuts. Um. I won't even say my next statement. How about that? How about, how about, how about I'll just leave that one out. Our winner in this one, Rina Yamashita. Now all the listeners are going to be like, what is, I know. What
0: is he going to say? (laughs) Should I say it or should I just go? "Ah, eh, eh." Cheese it. Okay. Here's what I'm going to tease. Sorry. I'm not, I'm kind of just, (laughs) I like his look. Like he's got a pretty good look on him. I think with a little bit more, uh, Deathmatch and I'm like I didn't I saw a lot and I was willing to be violent I just like to see the more wrestling with the deathmatch as I we always kind of say that's why I love the GCW style more. Yeah. Um, I I want to see more from Lou. I actually don't I wouldn't mind seeing if we go back to Germany seeing him round two, uh, and seeing what he's made of with maybe a different opponent because his size and his violence was good. So I I enjoyed what could it be possibly uh, what we could get out of him. Oof. Our next match is a six-way scramble as the Gringo Loco. I was you just said it too. I messed it up. I, I guy, I'll, We'll just say we'll just say Eagle Blanc, which Eagle like, White Eagle. <laughs> Igel go Blanc going against Arnez, going against Jimmy Lloyd, Mizuki Watasi, I think, and the rotation. And I was really just wanted to see the rotation in Gringo interact in this match that's where they really, really like all that they am and then Arez. i wanted to see alrez and rotation get uh get their hands together as well but i, I enjoyed this scramble It was completely different than what i was probably expecting from a gcw style scramble it had its own little flavor and i enjoyed it
1: so in this match we had the countries of germany france the united states mexico and japan being represented Okay, so I was waiting for the scramble, something more exciting, the show needed this, this was it, I felt like the place quietly started to come alive. Blanc was a great choice for the scramble, he's new to me, he has long limbs, tall, strong, he's basically like Green Phantom, but in white. RS and Gringo really shined in this match, rotation with a huge dive from the second story of the building no lie i did not see enough uh watase to know anything about him and i would like to know more before i have any kind of a pitch opinion, opinion on him whatsoever everything else though was just as fantastic as you said yeah i could have seen i could have seen rs rs jimmy lloyd gringo in the rotation like a four four-way dance would be amazing um, yeah our winner was gringo loco and back to you b sorry it's that kind of night
0: no I agree with you I would would, we didn't see much of uh, Mizuki I kind of agree I would like to see a little bit more of uh, Mizuki but Blanc I like him I like the size you said I like the size athleticism he looks so smooth doing that uh, uh, whatever Tope not even Tope uh, springboard out to the outside Um, I think he did like a springboard swanton even but he looked agile like for a man that size as you said that's Green Phantom like the just look yeah. exactly at, like maybe even a little tougher build now a little bit more squared out but i i i enjoyed it i i agree block uh not block raz and gringo definitely was kind of like the main focus point and the rotation had a lot of cool spots too especially that the dive that was pretty cool Especially after seeing what we saw in Vegas, I wasn't. I was pretty surprised that we didn't see it night one, but night I night two, it kind of was seeing <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, Blanc. I just wanted to say too,
1: he was the only one representing France, and he was the only French representative in the show. So, also good job for him too for doing that. So it was kind of cool that they brought some talent from you know France. Yeah, it's just how many French talents do you know? It's there's a lot.
0: That's one thing I kind of liked about what they showed us is their talent. As you said, the referees like sounds like they're from everywhere. They're not just from Germany, which is cool. Yeah, to see them kind of bring in a bunch of diverse, different wrestlers and see a bunch of different styles in a Germany show. That will lead us to our sixth match, which is for the GCW World Title as Blake Christian defends it against Axel. Tisher, I think it was. I, uh, yes. I, 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 will probably slip up and say Alexander Wolf. That's how it stuck in my head. That's how I always remember him. I like my wolf people. <laughs> you Ooh. would, you would, yeah. Um, I just howled. What the fuck? That, <laughs> that was, well, that means the heel wolf's coming out. Watch out! Now. Oh no, this is a bad match to do that on. I know, right? Nah. <laughs> uh I'll kind of be the heel here. I'll, I'll take it. I didn't enjoy this match too much just because of, I'm not a fan of Axel. Like, as as a, for me, as a fan, like, I've never, no matter where he's wrestled, I just never got behind it, and the stables and the groups just wasn't for me, but I could see why he's big in Germany with the name and where he's been, and um, he's not, he's not bad, it's just not for me. And this match with Blake, it was 20 minutes, for my opinion, it was 20 minutes of match, not for me, but It was cool to see Blake wrestle another kind of big name in the wrestling world um, or used to have a name in the wrestling world and him have a different style matchups that we really haven't seen from him. And um, that I could uh, appreciate from Axel as he brought a whole different world (laughs) of wrestling to Blake than kind of what we've seen in his title defenses. But other than that, uh, once again, I want to see more for blake not from blake for him i want to see him well get these better opponents and um better opportunities
1: so here we are blake christian versus axel tischer usa versus germany with axel i wrote from the beginning right in the ring entrance he has a great presence and it shows the minute he steps out i put here that the match was a slow burn there was not enough wrestling for what they're both capable of and i'm just being honest no negativity attached to either of them at all. Cause again, I really enjoy both performers. It was a very different match than the usual Blake Christian match. It was not as physical. There was not, uh, there wasn't the same amount of speed. But. German fans still brought out their German cheers for Axel and that was the part where I found it really enjoyable to hear. I also appreciated commentary. I think they were telling us exactly what they were chanting at times. I heard one time it said take his head off. I'm like fuck that's a chant. Fucking off with his head. That's (laughs) They are brutal out there with the chants. And our winner here was Blake Christian. He retains in a match that was almost 20 minutes long. Uh, that that be that?
0: Yeah, I do. I do. I don't want to just be bad about Axel. He has improved. I I definitely was. I going into this match, I wasn't expecting to like it, so maybe that's what affected me. But as the kind of match went on, I saw improvement from him. Like, oh, it's not the same Axel that I remember watching. He's gotten a little bit better, but still not up to what I was kind of expecting for a world title defense. Um, from Blake. From Blake Christian and GCW was, as you said, I think the different, the total style, the slowed down pace, kind of like went to a crawl at a lot of points or this match, but little burn, hell, in a different story, yeah. So I can appreciate that. Just uh, yeah, as you said, it was it was a matching. you will see what happens. Come, that's from- okay. And that again, again, some of the stuff I don't know if that's exactly what Blake Christian
1: wants. So I have to look at it that way too. Um, was he? You know, I'll give you twenty minutes he's going to want a banger it's the gcw world title and i don't know if blake's dancing part was there to dance with him Um, i don't know so uh there was a nice rape replay of the gage janella fight from the previous night and i want to give gpw the credit for getting that together and making it look so damn good and again if it wasn't gpw i really wish i knew who to give credit to Norman Harris then comes out to complain, grabs a mic. He's just bitching about God only knows what. Gage runs him off. He announces that he hasn't been in Germany in 13 years. So he wanted to make sure that he told everyone that it will not be another 13 years to wait for him to come back. So that's very promising. We will see Nick Gage in Europe again, at some point time, who knows?
0: Ah, uh, one last thing too. I just remember because I just saw it on the end of the match. I like how Blake like kicked the rope and into Alex's face before he did the stomp because, like it showed like how like those ropes are actually like steel ropes and not just like drop yeah. ropes underneath that bounce. Like it showed, like, hey, the violence of what the ring was, but it was also, a clever technique that I haven't seen used much like they'll kick the ropes into the groin area and stuff but for him to do it to uh, a Al- Axel as he's rolling into the ring I thought was very smart and a cool little detail to that match that will lead us into our main event of Night 2 GCW versus the world as Joey Janela goes against Hero Irie and uh, this was a good main event match I I enjoyed seeing uh, Shiggy going against Joey. I enjoyed seeing just Joey being in another stylistic matchup, but also giving, getting, giving the rub to Shiggy and uh, making Shiggy look good during this match. But um, yeah, I I don't know. I, it was a good way to end it. I probably would have saved Nick Gage for Janela probably for this one to absolutely send it home. But I get where it's, gcw versus wxw during gcw versus the world so this match did make sense in my eyes and i think it delivered but also would like to see i want us to see more shiggy in the states that dude is a lump like he is just a lot of mass um and this one i'd say
1: just a little bit easier he was rough on him there yeah Janela versus Irie, usa versus japan uh janella was headlining two nights in a row He ended up having a knee injury re-aggravated, and um, that somewhat sidelined the match. Um, Also, there was a nasty Samoan drop where Irie landed full weight on Joey's chest, and it was rough. He was a little beat up. It was definitely a rough night for Joey. He still pulls out the win, our winner, Joey Janela. From there, Joey grabbed a mic and said he main evented 11 countries in the last year. He says that he does have a shoot issue going on with his knee and he's going to go get it checked out to see what needs to be done with it. He also announced that GCW is coming back to Germany and he walks out with the help of the rotation. What would you like to say about this crazy ass match?
0: Okay, maybe I missed how rough it was. <laughs> I just saw that Samoan spot right on. His, Dude, on yeah, side. like there was no way. Yeah? yeah, some of that I was watching. I'm like, damn. I'll take it easy on it. I want to see more of that though from Shiggy. Like that's what he needs yes. to be. Like he reminds me of um a uh, like, ball. So <laughs> uh, uh Tomahiri Ishii from, from uh New Japan. He's like the pit bull, just like just like he had that the square, um just as you said, a brick of muscle. Like just go to walk through it. But I love seeing like I love seeing the stiffness there. Like, I actually didn't mind. I didn't notice it as much, but then once you kind of <laughs> called it out, I'm like, was it that bad? And I'm kind of watching. Yeah, there's a couple There are a couple br- pretty brutal ones, but like, <laughs> live, I enjoyed it because that's what I want to see from Shiggy. I wanted to see, I love seeing the funny stuff with Cole Radic and like the, and haha, I'm enjoying my time here, but he also just has that look and style that when it's time to get serious, I want to see him fucking like, lose his mind and turn into like a rabid pit bull and just fucking go crazy as he i kind of saw this match
1: well i love and hate those moments where real fans are like "Ooh, he just simone dropped right dead the fuck on it like adults who really know their shit they're like okay that hurt <laughs> like kids are like oh whatever
0: he fell on it but there's 40 year old men out there going that would fucking hurt. See, for me, most of the time I'm that way. I'm like, ooh, dude, that was a little rough landing. But like, uh-huh. when I was like, go for it. Stick him, but get him harder. Like, I was enjoying the, <laughs> like, I loved, like, it felt like a New Japan match with the stiffness and the strikes and stuff. I, I enjoyed this match. And it d- does suck that Joey got hurt uh, and we didn't get the full potential of this match. But he sold it on and t- still took some crazy bumps after that injury. So kind of just to wrap it up
1: a little bit on my side, this last match had seven or this last show had seven matches. However, that JC title defense was only three minutes. So this match had honestly six matches, not honestly, but realistically more like six matches for me. It picked up right around when the, um, that scramble kicked off and, uh, so be it. It was just an, an okay show. And, um, Thanks to XW. Ah, oh, see, now I didn't. Okay. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I worked so hard because I kept saying XWX X over and
0: over. It's WXW. X, w, X, I remember seeing like a U in there. Like I was I think no. when I first talked about that, I was like, what is X U deck? Like I was so confused. Like yeah. all the letters. Could be the font. The oh font, yeah, that too, Yeah, that could be it. I enjoyed. I, I I agree with you. I think this one was a little bit more down than the other one. Nothing bad. Nothing like it was a good show. Like I thought it was good. I thought it. I had a little bit higher expectations after night one, but after seeing how it was kind of going to be XW, WXW wrestlers going against GCW, and I didn't really know anybody other than Shiggy and the rotation. I was kind of brought down by expectations a little bit, but enjoyed kind of the as I always enjoy these promotion versus promotion battles. I think commentary made mention of it a little bit, but not a lot as I kind of like keeping track of the score and stuff like that. But, um, I thought it was a good card, but a little bit down from night one, but man, after like, I think uh, there was six GCW shows in a row. I I praise praise it. I, that's what I've been asking for. I went on two, three weeks of bitching. I got (laughs) six shows of fucking everything I could ask for. Give me the GCW regulars fighting it out, bringing us back, getting us GCW regular fans back to loving what we fell in love with in the first place, while also bringing in the crazy Vikingo talents and all that other stuff. Um, I can't complain. And I won't complain either. After Germany, I'm in a good mindset. I'm actually really excited looking into Art of War games. Uh, seeing, looking into J, the JCW show, I'm interested to see like the stories and what plays out. I want to see if it's Banners or Price. I want to also now see how long Jordan's going to hold the title. Like if he's going to, if he's going to be gone in January in, through March, I am all for him losing the belt to Alex Price. Have Alex Price carry that belt. Have crazy defenses like he's. Mm-hmm. He should, like, he would have, and now Jordan should have kept on getting those opportunities to have the matches that he started off. Like, yeah, just thinking back to those two matches, Nance Warner and Alex Coughlin, that JCW title had some momentum behind him, man. Like uh-huh. Especially that tournament, man. The whole tournament was fantastic. Like,
1: I don't know. Something, something switched, and again, it's, okay, I know everybody wants to have a five-star matches, quote, you know. But, uh, yeah, something, something there is a little off, and that's not normal at work hoping for the best. That's where I was going to uh, go. Uh, the only other thing I was going to say, and I'm going to hand it back to you. There has been some teasing between Jordan and Price.
0: Yeah, especially in the scramble matches and stuff. I've noticed that. There. I'm all for it because if Jordan's going to leave, I'd rather that belt stay here, be on the GCW program and let Alec Price have his little defenses and hopefully build up a challenger. Like actually have a build. Like For these next three months in GCW, I, I, I would, wouldn't mind just Price and, and Jordan going back and forth. Like how we used to see Price and Atticus for months at like for three months straight, just interfering with each other, blowing each other's faces off with Pyro. Like have a blood feud with those two. It's for the belt. Why the fuck not? Like bring prestige, bring meaning, bring purpose, bring this belt and identity. I was really hoping this was going to be the workhorse belt. This was going to be the no fuckery. This is normal rules. No, we got count outs. Like I was hoping for a straight kind of pure belt with this one. We didn't get that obviously with the first defense, but I I didn't mind it because that first defense was fucking wild and I loved yeah. it. And if that's where that GC- JCW title was going to be, I was all for it, but it kind of lost its identity throughout the, this process and I wouldn't mind seeing it kind of being brought back. And once again, not a, this is not a shot on the champion, not a shot on Jordan. Same thing. Like I think he got all into the same thing as Blake as a champion. It's just... that. It, They kind of, like, got put on the side. It got pushed to the side. I want purpose for the belts. These belts should always have fucking storylines and always have shit going, weaving in and out between multiple shows, not just one-off fucking matches. Keep the one-off matches for a Joey versus Nick Gage or a Richard Holiday against a Charles Mason. Like, let the people coming in that are brand new have specialty spotlight matches. That doesn't have to be for a title for your first match in this damn company. Like... Cool, do spotlight matches, mm-hmm. but leave the champions and the belts have storylines and be fought after by your people that you know you're gonna be booking for the foreseeable future.
1: Hmm. There's a lot said there. That's really that's a really interesting way to put it. Um what I noticed, and I've noticed throughout this European tour, is that presentation matters. And our stars look more like stars when they have some lights on them. And when their stage is dressed up nicely. They are presented better. I don't know how it's all going to go in the long run with, you know, how GCW is this or that. But I will say that GCW is hosting some world-class talent. Carry a clean canvas around with you. I know it sounds, you know, and I know stuff costs money, but carry a clean canvas around so that Zack Sabre can go out there and do his thing. Some of these guys can go out there and do their thing. Because I've had people come over and watch the show with me. The show opens and the mat is just stained like someone had poured wine all over it. And then I have to explain, well, and then someone's like, well, is that safe? Is that healthy? Is that? And I'm like, yeah, they do what they can to, you know, and it's a canvas and presentation does matter. And I just wanted to kind of say it because we're hosting AEW talent, Ring of Honor talent, uh, talent from NJPW. We're hosting some fantastic people out there. Let's put them on a good stage. Let's let's put our best foot forward from here on out. The other thing I'm concerned about is I'm not <laughs> I'm not seeing the average show go above a seven and a half out of ten on cage match, and they haven't been for a while. And that's something I'm kind of hoping turns around. Because I watched a show from two to three years ago, and there is an excitement level slash routing slash factor in there I can't put my finger on that's not around right now. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. GCW is doing better than ever. But there was this, I don't know. There was something, I again, I cannot put my finger on, but there was this Okay. Anyway, that's all I have to say. I don't know. I don't have another way to put it. I'm just saying I want the product to continue to improve. I want to see them invest in possibly some lighting, uh, a couple canvases to keep it clean for, you know, presentation purposes. The reason why I say that is because we had Stephen A. uh, This is turning into a whole thing. We had Stephen A say that one of the reasons why people don't tune into independent wrestling is because it can sometimes look like a backyard cheap thing. And British. I yes, and we do that too. And so that's something where I go, huh, we're hosting talent out here that's drawing so well. And then we put them on this smaller stage. Give them the stage they deserve, maybe, and it's time to maybe do some upgrades. Why the hell not?
0: I remember how excited it, I got so excited seeing in LA, the LA Matt, the LA can Lakers colors like for that weekend and they sold LA like GCW colored shirts and stuff. I'm like, holy shit! Like something that easy and simple was cool. And like they had that mat for a while. And they, I think they even brought a second one in. That was a, a cleaned up one. But I, I like, I don't understand. I, I understand why, but well, like LA, not terrier. Oh, absolutely, but, yeah, you know, yeah. But I, I love it. It adds a cool little like little excitement. It's like, oh, they got something special planned for tonight. Like they got new mats. It's all themed. Like it looks pretty cool. And that's some cool personality to like these venues and this the cities that they go to and it adds like more personalized like clothes and their uh merch options and stuff like that
1: Mm. yeah oh there's, (laughs) there's a lot there um at some point personally i would like to see a better focus on quality over quantity there we go that's just i think the best way to put it i would like to see the quality come back and the quantity come down a little if it needs to I noticed the AC crowd, even though we're hardly there, is still kind of... Maybe it's just the terminal. I'm not sure. I can tell you this much. Motherfucking Los Angeles, Las Vegas, the West Coast is on fire for GCW. Come back out. We'll fill the stands. We'll fill the arena. We'll fill wherever you need. We treat y'all right. So I'm just, you know get the fuck out of Alabama three times
0: a year by July. I I think they're going to to, (laughs) fucking Vegas twice. I I think they're going back to center stage again for like the third or fourth time this year.
1: Yeah. Uh, Now, center stage isn't too horrible. That's out of Atlanta, correct? That's the old W. Yeah, that is. It isn't terrible. However, I will say that's such an odd venue, you know, because the seating, the way it is, it's such an odd venue. I feel like I can look at every individual fan. It's kind of different. (laughs)
0: this will be their so looks like their second time there this year no third time i'm just yeah i'm digging deep
1: i'm digging deep and having fun because this is towards the end of the show and people who really really are listening are hearing the the deep shit we're having right now (laughs) um i just look at it this way i'm looking at the ratings the top rated show if i go and find the top rated show for 2023 i have to find cage of survival 2 their 27th highest ranked show ever with a 7.73. The only other one besides that is Holy Smokes. It's number 29. And then I don't see shit until number 45, Homecoming Weekend Night One. That's where we're at. And I'm really hoping that that excitement comes back. I'm hoping that the quality, um, that the potential quality that is there shows itself. I enjoy the amount of... uh Trips we're taking all over the world. But at some point, maybe we just need to focus on ourselves here at home and bring back the fans that wow uh, <laughs> Bring back the people who have left. Bring in those who need to see it. And I could tell you right now, I know it costs a lot of money, but if you could get your, not partner, but if you can get whoever it is that you're doing business with over there at Ring of Honor and AEW, What's wrong with just flashing GCW up there? Just one, a show for five seconds. Just, just let us, just come on. Yeah. Ready. They fucking, I mean, this past year, the, the locker room has changed. It's been rated again, AEW rated it again, and it's going to be rated. I'm sure another time soon. So I don't know. I, I just, I'd like to see GCW somewhere on the mainstream because before I found GCW, I'd watched wrestling for 35 years, didn't know they existed. So it's time to maybe reach out into the mainstream, I think would be a nice thing. And if you're going to do that, it's time to maybe look into putting your best foot forward, save a trip to Japan and put it towards a canvas. Just, just an idea. You've been to Japan all those times, save it. You've been to Alabama, save a trip, save the trip to Alabama. That's two shows. That's to whatever, put it towards somewhere else, put it towards a new canvas. I remember when we lost our shit a year and ago just because we saw a ring apron. I've got messages (laughs) of me asking, can I personally pay for a ring apron to up the professionalism of the show? I, I have those texts, so I just wanted to kind of put all those fun things out there that... I am a fan that is looking back at a show from two, three years ago and was like, fuck, this is amazing. And I watch shows now and it's good. But what I'm noticing is instead of the wrestlers performing, they're more like, ah, this is the part where I do the the jump. And they're more like performing towards us, maybe. What I'm saying is, is a wrestler isn't really giving his um his full creative performance if he's just doing the nine moves that he knows we all like that might be the best. I see a lot of caricatures. I don't see just like one performer coming out and performing. Sometimes I see a performer going out and going, you like that, huh? Watch this. You know it's coming. And then he does it. Instead, he should go out there and just do it because that's what we like to see. I don't see a lot of wrestlers at WWE, WCW doing that. I used to see Kevin Nash pointing at people We actually see people now in in GCW pointing at, oh, look, he's going to do a dive. It's like, don't do that. Don't do that. Because basically what you're doing is you're telling us you're performing exactly what you want, you think the fans want to see, instead of going out there and putting on the unique performance that you could put on. We did fall in love with you from the past. Let me fall in love with you in the future by showing me something different or new. I know that's a lot in a state...
0: Well, Effie has pretty much echoed that same thing before on his podcast, saying like, "Hey, some of the boys in the back, like, you're just trying to pop each other or pop yourselves instead of yeah, w- and getting the fans invested and popping the fan, like, popping the fans in a good way, not just to pop them by you know doing the simple stuff, like getting them invested, getting them to be return fans and come back." And uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of that too. In, in my opinion, when I watch us uh, and in the independent, sometimes you can kind of see when it's. For them, or for the boys.
1: <laughs> well, also, you'll see some people come out and they're dialing it in. Another reason why I would like to kind of see Bussy do their thing and Effie kind of go into singles, he needs something fresh. I feel like we've seen it all, and I feel like when him and Allie come out, they're just doing the act. They're just, you know, she has to grab the pole and bounce, and he has to come out there and find, like, she's awesome. and and then And then, you know, we know that. We know it. We've seen it. And I appreciate it because... There's other people who haven't, but it's been the same show for a couple months now. And so that's why I'm saying, Hey, uh, it would be cool to see him start stretching his horizons because God, he's looking way better and he looks more mainstream. And I know maybe that's the dirty word, but he looks mainstream and mainstream is money. You know, you can't pay your bills, can't pay your bills on, on, um, you know, like respect. You just can't pay your bills on respect. And that's okay, but yeah, I just thought I just thought I'd say it because there's been a couple people I've seen that they're like, yeah, look at this, and I'm like, wait, wait a minute, you're supposed to almost act like we're not here, and you know, like it's not good when a wrestler's going, you like that, guys, huh? And then kind of does the little. I'm like, no, you're supposed to just. I used to
0: love well, that. Oh, actually, like it. I <laughs> used to love when Scott Hall did that all the time. I used to. I used to do that all the time, like how Scott Hall, like, that's not See, I like that, <laughs>
1: but that's the thing is there's a reason why it didn't continue. And partially because it was one of those things where people were like, to... I would rather watch a guy dance than him stand there and go, look at me dance. Cause he knows the dance is what I want to see. I'd actually like to see creativity. I'd like to see something new. I always look forward to that. I put myself in a hole here and that's okay. And I understand that. But what I'm trying to do is say it because, yeah, I, I think it's time for some of these people to, um, and there's quite a few who maybe need to stop using the formula because first of all, their formula is good, but it's not great. Or they would be moving up higher and higher in the food chain. So switch it up until you find something successful, whatever it is. But yeah, there are some people, I do want to see them change it up a little because I've seen it all and that's fine, but you need to grow. I've... Uh, if you fall in love with a wrestler, you fell in love with what they did. And then you're hoping that they continue that and become greater. A lot of people are stopping going, ha hey, you want to see this move? Ha, hey, you want to see this move? And boom, we're out. One, two, three, we're, we're gone. That's not what I want. I, God, I wish I could explain it better so more people would understand. Like, you know what I mean? I don't like watching a play and the actors are like, oh, here comes that part, guys. Are you ready? And then he turns to the actor and goes, fuck you. That's corny. I'd rather see the actor not even know we're there, act like we're there, and just turn to the guy and go, fuck you, and we all clap because we knew it was coming. Like, you see what I'm saying? They're injecting themselves too personally into a spot where it's supposed to be an act. I don't know. That sounds... No, no, I I, I, I know what you're saying. It's cheesy. It comes off a little cheesy when, like, people are pointing at them, And that's... that's I love everyone. It's just... GCW shows are good. We need them to go back to being great. I mean, great. And they are really good, but you go back and watch some of that stuff. You need to question how 30 people go, Hey, this is a 9.2 match out of 10. And then now we're not hitting an eight and haven't for a year and a half or more. And I'm like, okay, that's got a, that's, that's an indicator that the fans are saying, wait a minute. Now this wasn't as good as the other one. And if they say that continuously, something does need to change because what you think works, it sounds like the fans don't, like it sometimes as much. I mean, just like I was complaining, God, this is my therapy session. It's just like I was complaining about the Japanese thing. It's like we don't really have to go there four, five, six times a year because honestly, the fans could care less sometimes. A lot of the the mainstream fans could give a shit less and they couldn't even name a Japanese company. Right now, independent uh wrestling needs mainstream fans to grow. They need families to grow. So going out and getting a talent that only like someone who really, really rewatches really knows. I mean, I'm, I don't really feel like explaining some person to my wife. I'd much rather her
0: sit down and watch someone she already likes. So, well, I know that sounds terrible. It is. Well, I, I think that's why I've been so back into it. Cause it feels like I am getting my fees versus. I'm getting Team Bussy versus SGC. I'm getting Nick versus Joey. I'm getting like mm-hmm. what I, what those people that I fell in love with that got me into GCW. I feel like now is where I'm finally getting that return back here over these last couple of shows where I wasn't beforehand for a couple of series of shows. It just seems like that flows up and down and mm-hmm. like, and yeah, just got to be able to ride the wave. And I'm, in, I'm enjoying this wave but I'm actually kind of looking forward to, it. I just hope I want to see more shit that happens at this show affect the next show and how that's going to affect the next show and how that's going to affect the next show like I want to see a continuous stuff because like for a while there's like hey just here's all these brand new matches and even some that you've seen just three weeks ago we're going to do it again out here it's like I want to see difference I want to see meaning and reasoning of why these two are fighting and why they're actually trying to win for a match instead of just so hit the pay window like uh, is it going to lead to a title match is it going to lead to a future shot like i just like to see the build and stuff that's where i feel like i've uh now getting back into it but i hope the build continues on
1: i just feel like this minute someone gets a name they're gone, and that's kind of how you know independent wrestling is so ah you know like I said, I try to drop hints. I'm like, hey, enjoy them while you can, watch them while you can. They're going to be on their way. They're fantastic workers. <sighs> I don't know. I would like to see upper management sit down at GCW and just go, okay, what did we used to have? What do we have now? What would we like to cut? What would lead to what we'd like to grow? So on and so forth. Cause I'm sure it's expensive to go to Germany. I mean, I'm sure that's a lot of plane tickets. And then let's just say how far, how long, you know, to get to Atlanta. It probably costs less. So I'm thinking, you know, save your money on one trip and put it on a canvas or, you know, save your money on that trip, a couple thousand in lights. Pick it up, pick it up a little. Fog machine me, 80s, 90s style fog machine me.
0: But dude, yeah, the, fu- the f- one time we finally had pyrotechnics, like they, they, that's when I brought up the Atticus and Jordan. Like you used it and blew up Jordan's face. And like that was nobody, nobody, people got into that. Like that's not, we're hell going into blood on the hills. Like I better see some blood. I want to see. A blood feud. I want to see violence. I hope something big comes out of these next couple of weeks that lead us in, or next week that leads us into uh, LA. Because like that was one of my favorite shows that GCW done. Like because there was that main event. There was no title involved, but you had a no rope barbed bar wire death match of two people fighting for their own identities of the company while trying to figure out, and decide what the identity of the company should be. Like there was all these reasons that it got me invested in like art of war games okay after that what are we going to do there going into the next show like i want to start seeing more continuous stuff and more uh more of a better flow than like and keep doing what you've been doing the last couple of weeks is what i would say the last two months Hell yeah do what you've been doing the last two months just keep stretching don't get comfortable yes don't none of that's my thing is
1: warmer, complacence <laughs> nothing don't get fucking complacent I'll be honest with you. The reason why our videos is so good now is because a lot of people decided to do what they could to get their hands on it and fix it. Same with the audio. Let's work on presentation. You've got Fight TV behind you. You're like, hey, they pay this money for this and that. Have them invest a little bit in GCW. Just get a canvas. I know you don't travel with a ring. I respect it and get it. If you need a 14 footer, 16 footer and a, you know, just do it. Just do it. It's totally worth it. Put a big, beautiful black GCW on there. I don't know what else to say. And I know it gets expensive, but you know, it's when you go to a place and there's like a ring with no ring apron and the place is completely splattered with blood and you're like match one and no one's dropped blood, but it looks like someone just rolled the canvas out of their, you know, out of their fucking trunk of their car and some hamburger fucking bled on it. And
0: I don't know. I used to get, like, excited watching the UFC fights because, like, sometimes I hop mid-fight and, like, you look at the canvas and, like... Yes. Look at all that fucking blood. What did I miss earlier? And then they go back and watch the pre prelims or whatever. Like, yeah, oh, that's how all that blood got there. And it's cool seeing it like, evolve. Through, like, for a tournament? Like, for a weekend yeah. and stuff, that's cool. But then, like, yeah, get a new one. I don't know. I, I, don't I, I do, like, the new it mat.
1: Doesn't, so. It doesn't hurt to have a new one and travel with it. I mean, yes, it's probably expensive. But, again, if you roll out a mat. And it looks like a mud show, Matt, don't bitch when someone calls you a mud show, flat out. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, don't, don't drive around in a pink car. And when someone says you got a pink car, get pissed off, bro. You got a pink car. <laughs> so, I mean, that's all I'm looking at. From day one, we've looked at GCW and said, what would we like to see improve? And I would have to say 95% of the things we have talked about has been improved. And quite a few of them are beyond the expectations that we had. And so, what we're looking at now is what's the next step? What's the next small piece of the puzzle? And I would say the next step would be presentation. And I think the next step out of that may be to start really putting a strategy together for how to cover the country. Get to Seattle, get to Phoenix, get to some of these cities. There's fans there. There are fans there. Also, I know it's expensive. At some point, buy a fucking billboard in town. Everybody, oh guys radio station something because fans don't know who the fuck we are sometimes and that has to change. There's too much hard work being put on by these performers and by ownership to not be seen.
0: Yeah, I know we got Seattle coming up here uh next month. Uh, that yeah it is gonna be exciting. Like even then going back to Tampa. Well I was it's just funny I was just tweeting out earlier to Eli Knight. I miss seeing Eli Knight in G C W and we haven't it's a fucking shame we haven't seen Culture Eek since Tampa like they brought some energy. They had a great match. I, I enjoyed everything they did. And then not to see them outside of Tampa was kind of a little disappointing, but I know they go back their New Year, so I'm excited for that. I could
1: go out on a limb and say, enjoy them while you can. They have a tremendous upward trajectory. And that I think that at some point, they will be picked up by someone in the next year or... Oh, yeah. They have because the with their solid. You know what puts them over outside of their performance is their
0: badass manager. I'll just not say the manager. Yep, he it's is really the perfect, perfect some... like hype person. man. Like I don't want to, I hate, I, I don't want to say this negative. Like as a hype man, but like he, like he got me hyped into it. like I. Loved the culture rink. He got the crowd hyped. He did cool, like, stuff outside the rink. He was, like, a constant presence in a good way for that team. And I think he's a good mouthpiece because I didn't, like, we haven't really heard them talk, but, like, I, we've kind of talked to Eli, uh, privately. Yeah. and he's not a, he's probably could grow into it, but you just see he's not, like, right now, not the outgoing kind of type. He's more, like, taking it all in, appreciative, just soaking it in. But, like, you can see once he gets that confidence and then his, like, yep. expression is going to come out it's going to be good. But right now I really like that manager as well. And I, I, I tweeted out that it's a shame we haven't seen them since Tampa because I thought that was another team I really enjoyed watching. And I feel that's exactly why they gave
1: them a mouthpiece. You know, they're probably just, uh, no, they're not. They're very nice guys. And yeah, like, I don't know a better way to put it. They're just kind of more quiet or more reserved. And that's where the mouthpiece comes in, and he does such a good job. So I think it's only a matter of time. They are both good enough to work singles matches on their own. I put them at that level. So I think it's only a matter of time with them also.
0: All right. We did it. You want to call it a night for GCW's trip in Germany? Okay. Yeah, I'll give some thank yous. Thanks
1: to WXW. I think they did a fantastic job it looks like we will be seeing you soon. I'm happy to hear that. I'm looking forward to see what WXW's uh, greatest can bring to us. Um, thank you to, uh, we haven't done this for a while. Thank you to my wife, who is lucky enough to not kill me and let me to do this fucking thing, which honestly, if she didn't have me doing this, I would be talking fucking off. That's why I started this yeah yeah so it worked out really well so i know you kind of feel the same way too your wife you know is helpful and supportive that's fucking awesome
0: you know? yes yes uh big shout out uh my wife as well yeah for letting us cop uh, on here talk our bullshit for hours get it out of our system so that way we don't have to make the ears bleed with our uh, thoughts and opinions on gcw wrestling yeah we we talk a lot about that honestly i don't
1: i i can every i can go probably two and a half weeks I've
0: been there. I, I think I got like, I'm about to say, I actually think I got like over 40. Like, do do I don't like, we had to clean out the pile the other day because like our house is messed. We were, we, we put out the, I put out all my shirts I needed to wash for all my wrestling shirt, but pretty much all DCW shirt. I have like yeah. probably close to 40. I was like, this is crazy. I got that many. <laughs> Just GCW, I believe conservatively about 12
1: to 15, conservatively, which means I yeah. can count on 12 to 15 for sure. Probably close to 20 for me.
0: I'm, Dude, I'm I, a newbie. I can't wait till we get like our new house, whenever that may be. Cause like I already said, like they did a sale this week on their merch site about the posters. They were all, like, 35% off or something like that. Fuck, I want to buy, like, I want to buy all the events that I've been to. And then I also want to buy, like, the cool ones. Like, right now, I only got one poster. That's a Suzuki Speedball, which was, like, one of my fucking favorite matches of all time, GCW. Like, I would like to get the uh, Homicide Suzuki. Um, I think it was that Never Lost or something like that. or Yeah. Uh, whatever that show was in New York, that was just fucking amazing. That crowd. Like, I want to get that, like, just the audio and video of like the lighting in Suzuki's entrance, like just screenshotted it somewhere because that was fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, that's my new thing. I think I want to start spending money on is some of these, uh, these posters on their website and just start getting them framed up and, uh, up on the wall. Well, I mean, for me, it's just like, uh,
1: just developing stuff, just working on the audio like we are just working on, you know, just our vibe. Um, God, I was going to say something else and now it just lost me. Oh, uh, thank you to the GC podcast for just saying nice things. We have to make sure we say nice things about them or else they shoot us. No, <laughs> no, that, that's terrible. I go shoot. Um, no, we have a, we have a really, really good relationship with them and talk back and forth quite a bit. So yeah, just go, go ahead and check them out when you have a chance. They have a monthly show and, um, we do our thing and they're doing theirs and we want to make sure that we just, we were doing this for the fans and something for all of us to listen to. So it doesn't hurt to let everybody know there is that other one out there, and they're supportive of us. So it's a brotherhood and a sisterhood.
0: Yes, and also to uh, if you're into like just the death match aspect, I suggest uh, that your death, daily dose of death uh, with Lauren uh, over there, Lauren, and um, I think it's Kings Road. If I mis- if I'm not mistaken, I. I think no. uh King's Road Wrestling is doing some stuff out there with them. So yeah, that's another cool like Deathmatch GCW podcast that they uh they send more to the deathmatch where we kinda we hop we're all over the place and do reviews. So um yes, thank you all the listeners, fans. Uh we had a lot of lot of interactions, a lot of cool follows and stuff this week. It's it's been another good week social media wise and getting our name out there and interacting with the fans. And it's always fun, it always brightens oh, up. My- we're known yeah we're we're known <laughs> we've had a couple of people we've been like about say yeah the last one i think so too yeah we've been like Listen. and
1: of course we're just talking about like one match you know and then all of a sudden bleep, uh they're now following you on twitter and i'm like fuck they're gonna kill me <laughs> it's like i always worry about you know poor masha i was really rough on a couple things because you know that's just what i was seeing nothing personal i was just like ah but then i started to see more and i'm like You know, she's probably not going to kill me now, but I'm sure she probably still wants to kill me. And if there's one thing Masha does, she's going to kill you. I've been, you know, I was rough on Allie a couple of times because some of her performances were so, so by my standard, I still haven't talked to her too much. um, And I will when I get a chance, but uh, yeah, LA is coming up, bro. We're going to have a blast. Um, I think my wife's cooking some stuff to take with like, Okay, people need to understand we're, like, the old people at this stuff. So, like, your wife or my wife will, like, sometimes cook something or bring it out to a couple of the people. Like, people we have a little more of a relationship with might be the way to put it. Like, when we go up to them, they know us, we know them kind of thing. So, um, yeah, we're going to try to figure that out. But we're going to have a fucking blast at that place. So, I'm just, fingers crossed. We've got good seats. And uh, you're on stage, right?
0: Front row. Yeah. Yep, I'm on stage again, bring them uh, ready to spend some money on merch and celebrate my birthday. Birthday the right way. I'm going to get a bunch of merch uh, going out. And what day is your birthday? It's actually the Monday, the 16th, but I'm I'm celebrating it on that Saturday. Nice. For me, that's my celebration at the GCW show.
1: Well, good then. Yeah, I think that's that's everything. That's our thank yous. That's our whatnot. Um, We gave some honest critiques. There was nothing really... Bad. Uh, I don't know, maybe I'm bad. But um nah. opinions. I love it. Uh yeah, thank you to everybody who hung in. We're back and doing our thing. I am actually looking at going more in a pre show way, like 30 minutes to an hour before a show. If I can get in, I'm gonna jump in there. Same thing with B. Uh, if he can, he's gonna try to jump in there.
0: Might just- be there this Saturday.
1: There you go yeah we're just gonna jump on twitch and probably like if you've ever been with me we watch some wrestling bullshit nothing difficult nothing bad i keep a timer on by my by my left here so i try to let everyone know hey we got five minutes before the show starts three minutes before the show starts so no one misses anything hanging out just so i think that's the only other thing um i am looking at doing a little preview thing for like five or ten minutes where i just talk about the matches that are coming up that weekend won't be doing it this weekend, but probably next weekend, just to kind of keep um, keep the broadcast going, keep the fans interacting. And um, I think maybe we need to open up for questions sometime.
0: I think that I'm all down. Any questions? Go ahead and absolutely send them our way. We're absolutely... I'll take questions all day long. I love questions. I actually have some burning questions.
1: Uh, at some point, I was thinking about putting together a show. Like, do you want to hear a sample question?
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. If you said no, that would have assume- so um, what is a wrestler or group of wrestlers that you do not like, but others love? What would that, who would that be? That you're almost like ashamed. You're like, uh, oh, everybody likes him. I don't love them. I don't get him. Who is it that everyone loves that you don't get? Is there someone? Does that have to be GCW related? Absolutely not. Now, normally on GCW show, I'd say, let's keep it there. But for fun, I mean, who does everybody love that you just don't get?
0: I'm gonna get fucking killed on this one.
1: There's nothing
0: wrong there. Who is it? Who is it? Who? I, it's okay. It's like we all have. People. Cody Rhodes, really? I don't. I I in ring. I just think like he's he's a good seller. He's uh huh got the comeback he tells a good story but like just in ring like just the matches i don't get invested in like i don't know i'm more of like i like watching the spots the flips but like i've also love watching great technical wrestling i love telling yeah. a story of working body parts stuff but i don't know cody's just been one like i get how he's popular i get he's cool like it's it, his whole thing is awesome i just as a wrestler I, I never could fully uh get behind him as a wrestler like i and this is just going off in-ring work that's yeah um better run then is aew or is oh yeah ww no doubt about it yeah that was the dumbest thing ever when he said he's not gonna if he loses this this match he's not gonna be booked for championship that was the dumbest fucking thing i've ever seen that was stupid of aew to do but like i don't know i i've yeah wwe's absolutely been killing it i've been loving what seeing adam copeland and but he's doing an AEW. He looks like a fucking kid in a candy store. He's just like, oh, I get to play with this new toy and this new toy. And, oh, look, these people like me, and oh, this new friendly person. Like he's just so happy. Like that's so awesome. We always love. I always talk about love seeing the wrestlers happy and enjoying themselves because they usually put out a better product and better matches. And I've been in seeing it and watching it with that. i been enjoying it as well. So um, <laughs> kind of the opposite version. I I probably like Adam a little bit more lately, or a little bit more than Cody, just because of. I don't know. I get like, I like Adam's rework. He always had innovative moves. Cody just, I, I don't know, just playing for me as a wrestler, which is fine. Like it's just not my cup of tea. He's just, he's old school. I, I yeah. kind of more with the young bucks and stuff like that. If you hear that duck, it's, I'm playing with the duck that play Segura and um, her teammate threw at the collective during the DDT show. Like I just grabbed it. It was just sitting on my computer and like you said LA, like I just looked up at the duck and grabbed it. And of course, I smoked it three times here. So for me, yeah in there Uh, adam cole baby what i get it that's a pity. i've been a mark radical forever so for me
1: it's um especially recently his size has went down a lot and i don't know if maybe there's a physical ailment there and maybe they're keeping him going with promos and whatnot till he's back however he's not coming back for some reason and we haven't seen it and Not only that, but I don't understand the hype for someone at his size. I, I'm trying to figure out where he looks like a threat. He's not that big. I think how he wrestles. Oh, good. No, no, no. I just what I'm saying is, is don't give a man a a six foot four entrance and he's five foot six. Like there, there's a lot. There's a lot of people that are liking him because others like him. Because I have a feeling uh i mean dude he's he's small for like nineties, like yeah, you have to understand like Benoit size, but Benoit had muscle, and he was like you know still so I'm trying to think like r v d maybe, so there are some wrestlers they need to you know like I can't say shit, but I mean as a company as a I'm surprised they have him on t v so much I'm also surprised at how quick he can kiss ass to the top. I don't know if you've noticed, but anywhere he goes, somehow he magically I just think he's over.
0: I, I I'm one of those organic ones. I right he, I saw what, him one time. What did he I was, do that has him? The Adam Cole, baby. You got the catchphrase. Like, you got okay. that. Every match that I've seen him in, like, I I like how there's a sense of drama in his matches. He does a very good thing. Okay. Like, oh shit, I connected this move. Crawl over, get the pin. Like there's a sense of urgency. Like it plays out in my eye think like he has his matches kind of more realistic like he yeah he there's a sense of urgency there's a purpose for the moves like i just really enjoyed the stories that he tells in the ring like i've always liked that and i've always loved story or who's ready for story time with adam cole like i love the prom like i just think he's got a cold presentation down a gimmick and in ring he does it for me i love the young bucks the super kicks the shining wizards i love this stuff so adam mm. cole fits my bills for what i look for in a wrestler
1: yeah. I get this ask. I, I just always, cause I look at him and I go, okay, they're not putting anything. This six foot behemoth, but they really, really want to push this guy. That's smaller than half the
0: fans. Cause I, and my thing is the, the they are bigger than the Adam Coles knows how to, they know how to get over other than just their looks and size. Cause they have to, he because needs- they yeah. deal with yeah. no, no offense. Like they deal with fans like that. Like, Hey, they right away. Yep. Right away, you got the the look of six, not six two. You're out of my book. I can't take you realistically. You're shunned off. So he's had to do all these things to do it. And I think like a guy like Wardlow, like I love his move set. I think they've done they they totally trashed him. But like when he sat there and took the ten whips, that was the most impressive fucking wrestling television yes. I've seen in a long time. No sold it, got super over, and then they killed it after the the they just ruined him. And like it everyone thinks he should be the next big thing just because he got the size, but he doesn't know how to connect with the audience. I don't think he, I, 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 he came into the wrestling. He might be one of those other athletes that came in. This is why I'm saying this, is why I kind of don't like these wannabe. like, Hey, wrestling's a second option. Another option. Like I will take these Adam Coles where they were, they live, they dreamt on it like this life. They're willing to die to do whatever they want to do. Wrestling where like, I don't not saying war, but wars are like bad example, but like some of these bigger athletes that this is their second option, they just think, hey, I'm big, like I should get over it. I lean on that, yeah, yeah. They don't know about the wrestler; they're not going to put in near the fucking work that these people that live and like breathe wrestling for their life and like that's what they've always wanted to do. They're going to work harder. They're not going to work harder than those wrestlers. So those wrestlers know, like, hey, what they need to do to survive, they use it, and that's why I think Adam Cole is. Excelling where people like Luchasaurus and Wardlow are fucking, there's no sense of th- nothing with them because they're, I, I, those are t- maybe just two bad examples, but just in general, no, no, that's no,
1: how I no. always feel. I don't know. I just, oh, where are the big men is number one. And I say that because where are the, f- it's wrestling. Where are the, the, where are the scary guys? Now, when someone comes over and stares at me, I'm not scared. I'm like, hey, man. And you see this a lot with the wrestlers now. They're not scared of wrestlers anymore at all. They're more like, well, that's a guy playing a part. We like him. We like Superman, huh? Whereas before, if Superman gave you a look 40 years ago, he's like, oh, shit, Superman stared down. So, like, things have changed over time, for sure. Uh, I like Heenan. Go ahead.
0: No, the only person, like as you said, that like, has like that feel, like that intimidates for me, Fatu. You said Fatu, yeah. Fatu fucking. He walks in that room like, oh, fuck, where am I going to have to run to? He don't give a hell. He's going to throw chairs. He, yes. I fucking. I agree. Like, he's so nice. It's... Yep. I mean, but cool as fuck. Turns but... it on.
1: Yeah, he, uh, yeah, that's, I just, I don't know. I had to mention that. Uh, the reason why I said Bobby Heenan was because Bobby Heenan was just a touch under six foot tall and two ten. And he stopped wrestling and started managing because he was too small. A lot of people don't know that. That's he did like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen years and he noticed he's like, I'm too small to do this. Started managing.
0: Yeah. I knew I knew he used to be a wrestler. I thought he got hurt and that's when he realized I mean I guess well, it could have been it
1: could have been an injury, but I do know that he realized that that was the cutoff was he's like, I realized I'm not going to be, you know, Dick the bruiser. I'm not going to be yeah. a Harley race, man. Okay. So yeah, that was, like I said, that's one of the questions that I thought about where I'm like, okay, um, that would be worth going towards because it's just a funnel. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was AEW talk on the GC. Yeah. Right. That's okay. Because I think a lot of the fans, GCW are also fans of other wrestlers.
0: I know I am. Nah, I'm all over now. I'm getting more companies where it's like, I can't keep up with everything. Where I'm at right now was I watch
1: a little bit here and there. And really, it's just trying to make sure I focus directly on this just for the podcast, like, you know. Ah, so, yeah, Um, we've said a lot of good things. We're going to get killed in LA in a week and a half by somebody. Somebody is going to take us out back
0: and be like, we heard what you said. But they need to get a life and go touch grass and instead of getting upset over one person's fucking appearance, actually i think any, no i have never heard a negative thing out of any
1: performer regular GCW, nothing never nothing not a never nothing that was a good no i just they they're all wonderful i've never had an issue whatsoever they're all nice as fuck so i mean like i said with masha doesn't matter i'll go up and say hi it's not a big deal. And she's nice as hell. Her and my wife had a great conversation. So, I mean, it's not like she's, it's just, I feel so bad, but it's okay to not like somebody's performance. It's okay. You know what? She doesn't do it for me. She does it for everyone. Not only that, but she's the highest ranked freaking woman on the PWI 500 ever. So, you know, what
0: am I, what's my opinion versus, you know, right? That's what I was like saying. Like if someone wants to get mad, go ahead. Like, do you got you should have something better to do with your hand, with your time. I think as long as we're not damaging
1: and mean, that's all. As long as we're not said so, this lady, this, and this guy, that, and no, it's just, it's not my flavor. And honestly, if he changes it up in three years, I might be interested in looking at what he does then. Like I said, I'm, I'm not a fan of some wrestlers and then they turn into people like The Undertaker and I'm like, oh shit, I like him now. So,
0: all righty, we did it. Yes, we have done it. GCW 76
1: in Germany.
0: Ooh. All right. Let's send them out of here. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Come on. It was in the, it's going to be in the title. We got to get it right. This okay. Okay. I see it at the bottom. It says. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Oh.
1: Oh my God. I was reading. <laughs> okay, okay. We'll start the long. Live. Oh, so Live. I already said long. I already said long. Oh yeah. Yeah. You did. But I didn't say it long see now we said it twice g live. no wait, wait wait long live uh, w oh my god this is yeah this is late okay long live <laughs> g, g- c w good night host.